Sabres Hockey. The puck drops here. Thursday night as they host the Buffalo Sabres live from Bank Atlantic Center. Coverage starts at 6.30 with Panthers preview. Tune to 10.40 a.m. That's 10.40 a.m. for this game. Sports Radio 560. QAM. And now the end is near. I wonder what the uh, significance of this is. Uh, you'll have to ask Brian. He's the one who's playing it. I don't think we should discuss this. What's wrong? It has you know, nothing to do with you and me. You don't like Frank Sinatra? Yeah. I mean, I know Neil doesn't. <laughs> I mean, I don't like him personally either, but i, I got to give him this credit. Once upon a time, he had some uh, you know, decent pipes. Frank? Yeah. You know, before he got old, you know how that goes. You know what? He was pretty amazing, actually. Right. You know, when you look at uh, tapes of him today, mm-hmm. I'll tell you who else is pretty amazing when you look at tapes of him today. And he can still sing, Tony Bennett. Right. He's all hoarse, though. Not that he's the only one that's, uh, that's singing through a, uh, you know, a rough, hoarse voice like Rod Stewart and all this. How about Wayne? Wayne who? Wayne Newton? Wayne Newton's voice Wayne is Arnold. kind of shot. Yeah, well, nobody's voice, uh, you know, stays good forever, you know. Right. It's Except good. ours. Right. There you go. <laughs> when you, well, when you don't have to sing. I uh, no, but Frank Sinatra was pretty amazing. Yeah, I'll I'll give him I'll give him some credit uh, for what he was. Yep. You know, a singer. Yeah. Wasn't a bad actor. He he was an, a very adequate actor. As a matter of fact, uh, some good performances. Got an Academy Award, right? Manchurian Candidate. Well, he got an Academy Award right. for uh, uh, playing Private Maggio. Right. That in, was that war picture. Uh, from here to eternity. <laughs> That's right. Which was a good movie. It was a great movie. With Ernest Borgnine as a son of a bitch. I wonder why he didn't play more roles like Fatso that. Fatso Judson. Oh, yeah. He you know what the line was when uh, Sinatra, went, when Maggio went in there? I forgot. I saw it like three times. Fatso, your piano playing stinks. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Ernest Borgnine had an ugly, ugly mug, but he was always playing these uh, goofy, happy-go-lucky kind of characters. Yeah. You know, like McHale's Navy right. and, the, and then the Marty thing. Yep. Uh, but he, I think he was the best when he was like a, a rotten, dirty bastard like he was in that movie. Oh, he was a mean guy in that movie. He was the sergeant in a stockade. Yeah, yeah. That was an all right movie. Oh, that was all a things considered, movie. Even though I can't stand like 40s movies. That was a 40s movie, wasn't it? Uh, no, it was a 50s movie. Okay, see, that explains it. You know, it was right there with uh, On the Waterfront came out uh-huh. around the same time. Every time I, because uh, I got this prejudice against black and white movies, because they, they all remind me like that same 40s genre. That's why I was asking you a while back, well, you know, name a good 40s movie. And every time somebody names a movie that uh, that's a good black and white movie, it turns out to be either from the 50s or the 30s. You know, most of the good 40s movies were wartime movies. Okay. But weren't they uh, a little bit samey? Didn't yeah. they just follow the same kind of a formula? Uh, some well, of them Like did. the westerns. Yeah. Like there are a few good ones, but most of them were just cookie cutter. I yeah. Mean, that's, yeah. Hollywood got into that like right after the 30s. That's when they really got but, the but whole assembly line. Have you ever seen On the Waterfront? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Well, that movie was a black and white movie. Right. And I think the fact that it was black and white lent something to the movie because right. it was grim 
It took place sure. on the docks in Hoboken, New Jersey. It's not the black and white that I have a problem with. It's just what it what it represents because all of the 40s movies, well, not all of them, but most of them were in black and white. And so every time I see black and white, I think it's a 40s movie, and I'm and I'm prejudiced against it. I don't remember the 40s movies, but this uh, is, uh, of course, because they 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 sucked most of them. Well, I was also a baby. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, I mean, you see them afterwards. In retrospect, I saw them. Yeah, I haven't watched them. They're, they're they all right. I don't have any. They're wearing those hats, you know, and they're all smoking and they got their hat tipped down over one eye and they're walking and talking and they're all walking fast and the soundtrack is just violins, just screeching violins all the way through. And I don't know when Sunset Boulevard was. But I, I was that not, 40s Probably movie? 50s. I'm, I'm, well, I, I always liked anything with William Holden. He was a William Holden actor. was great and that's a great movie. Yep. I'm ready for my close-up, Mr. DeNell. <laughs> 50. Josh just looked it up. Gloria it's 50. Swanson. You see there? You see there? It's 50. That was 1950? You see the pattern? It was on the cusp. Right. <laughs> like like Gone with the Wind was 30-something. Yeah. King Kong was 38. Best Days of Our Lives was uh-huh. 30s. Uh, yeah. What, what was... Uh, oh, uh, It's a Wonderful Life. The Christmas classic uh-huh. was also 30s. I hated that movie. Oh, I hated that movie. I mean, it was good right up until the end. You know how I have an issue with the mo- the endings of movies? Saturday Night Live did a, a comedy you know, skit. You know, you know, the one thing I liked about it was that the uh, the Christmas Angel's name was Clarence. <laughs> That's right. No, it was good up until the, the end was so unacceptable considering all the crap that this guy went through. There was nothing resolved there at the ending. Right. Uh, the, the, the you were Saturday, just supposed to feel good. You were just supposed to feel good because his friends supported him even though the, the bad guy got away with it. I'm like, what kind of a happy ending is this? So Saturday Night Live did a, did a sketch where they, they beat the crap out of the guy at the end. They find the money and, and trace it back to the, to the uh, old guy in the wheelchair and knock him out of his wheelchair and kick him and hit him with clubs and chains. That would have been the great ending. George, I'll tell you some movies that I thought were pretty good uh, in the in the. Uh, 40s, mm-hmm. and that was some of those Errol Flynn, uh, you know, sword fighting movies. I loved those, the Robin Hood and the uh, the Captain Blood movies, yeah. all those swashbuckling they movies. They were good. They were spectacular as a kid. I some of them, them were in color, too. Yes, they were, and uh, and I loved them a lot. Well, Robin Hood, for one, yep. I think was in color, and and it was great. I loved those Robin Hood the movies. The Count of Monte kid. Cristo. Sure. Oh, can't get enough of them. Great stuff. And, and Patricia, Patricia Medina. I don't know if you remember her or not. No, not really. But she and Catherine Grayson, who were actors in the 40s, mm-hmm. I was a little kid. But I was really into their yeah. accoutrements. Even at that early age, yeah. they, they moved you? Yeah. I understand. Even before you knew why. Patricia Medina had these great. <laughs> and Catherine Grayson, she was in these musicals. Mm-hmm. And when she would hit the high note and take a deep breath. Yeah? What happened? She would... Uh... I was taking deep breaths in rapid fashion. <laughs> she would expand? Yeah. I see. Great I, stuff. I really, that's like the, the 30s movies before the, uh, the the Hayes office got all involved. I mean, they didn't wear bras. Yeah. Uh, you remember the original Tarzan movie? They were skinny dipping. Remember no, that? I didn't Marino see Seven? that. Oh, they were showing it on AMC just the other day. The skinny dipping scene. I mean, it wasn't like full on, but there you see her from the side, and uh, you know, and there it all is. Mm-hmm. There's her breasts. Uh, Marino Sullivan, I think it was. Yeah, that's or, right. or, uh, one of those. Marinos. With Johnny Weissmuller. Absolutely. Although he had uh, not the long hair in that first movie, yeah. and it was cheesy as all hell. He's swinging on trapezes, for Christ's sakes. And I think Cheetah was some uh, a midget in a monkey suit. I'm not sure. Cheetah's but... a club. <laughs> It's a famous nightclub. <laughs> yes, it is. It is now. <laughs> oh, so did I miss anything last night? Um, no. Okay. I didn't think so. No, you really didn't. Good food? Um, 
I heard it was great. It was fine. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> nice party. Well, I'm sorry I missed it. I had something to do. I just can't remember what it was. You know what was great about it? What? It was free. Oh, yeah, absolutely. That's always good. Now, our, our hands are full this uh, this holiday season, let's just say. I don't I don't have enough hours in the day to get everything done that I need to before, uh, when the hell is it, Sunday? Uh, yeah. You were missed last night. Uh, yeah, I doubt that. Yeah, somebody said, where's George? I heard it. Who? I did. I wanted him there. <laughs> yeah, the Beast was looking for you. For entertainment, of course. Of course. You missed my usual Christmas sock puppet. Your <laughs> Yeah, I know. It's just not a Christmas party without my sock puppet routine and then the uh, the juggling act. I'll tell you what was pretty good about the Christmas. looked pretty good. She always looks good. When has she looked bad? Like I said, she looked pretty good. I bet you, if, like, first thing in the morning with pillow creases on her face and boogers in her eyes, she looks spectacular. <laughs> That's very With graphic. her makeup smeared. Yeah. I bet she looks good. She didn't spend a lot on her outfit. Oh, yeah? <laughs> was it painted on? No. Okay. It wasn't there at all. Well, maybe somebody... Maybe somebody they even saved money on the paint. If somebody would say I would have taken some pictures, you know, yeah. I'd have a friend for life. But no, I can't get any support. Well, you have a good day, George. You too, Hank. I'll talk to you tomorrow. All right, I will. All right, bye. Bye, bye. The views expressed on the previous programs are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and do not reflect those of the Beasley Broadcast Group, its staff, advertisers, or agencies. I love my work. George Rodriguez. He's no homo. Just because I talk with him, pay no less. Doesn't make me die. He's not a man twice. We haven't quite had a court since you got something to say to me. What <laughs> son of a bitch? What kind of sick weirdo is he? Ten oh seven, ten oh eight, five sixty WQAM. Neil's on vacation back on Monday, and uh, and what? How about that Chox uh, plane? Um, what can you say about that? Yeah, that's uh, tough, man. It's horrible. Bummer. 
Yeah. I will, I've never been on the uh, the Chalks plane, but I always wanted to. It's on my list of things to do. Still is. I mean, the record is uh, phenomenal. Even in I agree, the, yeah. The first time that they've had a, a problem like this. Uh, ever, right? Ever, ever. And they've been 1919, I believe like, it was? Yeah, I heard something like that. 1919, 1910. Something, yeah. Something like that. I mean, they've had other incidences before, but never involving passengers. Uh, you know, crap happens. What can you say? And, uh, you know, you see the ball of fire video. And, uh, you know, that sucks. Condolences, uh, all of that. I mean, there's just really nothing that you can say about it. I mean, it's all right. empty and hollow. Anything that you do, it's going to sound like, oh, you're just doing it to look like a good guy. Not that we would ever do anything like that, but just, just a bummer. And also especially because of the season. Not that that should matter, but it kind of does, you know? Like I- if, God forbid, you know, and then probably... Odds are that somebody on that plane was somebody's dad or mom or something like that, you know. And so for the children, you know, Christmas time means when they lost their parents or something. Yeah, there was somebody actually with seven family members on that plane. Oh God. Yeah. Yeah. So that's that's pretty tough. Plus, I know there were three infants or kids. Yeah. I mean, you know, they got plane stuff happens where hundred people die. Right. Sometimes it uh, it sucks. Yeah, I don't want to dwell on it because it's a bummer thing. But um, what can you say? But uh, it's it's a bummer, right? Right. Yeah. This is a bummer too. Agents visit Chills UMass Dartmouth senior. Okay. New Bedford a senior at UMass. Okay, I have that's a place I've friends that go there. Yeah. All right, in Dartmouth was visited uh, by federal agents two months ago after he requested a copy of Mao Zedong's tome on communism called The Little Red Book. Wait, wait, wait. One more time? Read All right, Mao Zedong. No, no, I'm not asking that, but why? They, it's commie. So they commie sent book. for him? So the federal agents went for a visit. Two history professors at UMass, UMass Dartmouth, Brian Glenn Williams and Robert, what is it, Pontbrand, Pontbrand, Briand, Pontbrand. Pontbrand? Potbrain <laughs> said the student told him he requested the book through the UMass Dartmouth Library Interlibrary Loan Program. The student, who was completing a research paper on communism for the Professor Ponte Potbrain's class on fascism and totalitarianism, filled out a form for the request, leaving his name, address, phone number, and social security number. Ooh. He was later visited at his parents' home in New Bedford by two agents of the Department of Homeland Security. By the way, have you seen their boats? I have not. When they showed the, um, you know, here recently when they had uh, Cuban refugee wannabes that got capsized? Yes. Very selectively. I know nobody cares about this. I'm not, uh, you know, oh, you're harping because you're a Cuban. I'm not harping at all. I don't believe in illegal alienship. All right? And so if the Coast Guard capsizes um, people on their way to becoming illegal aliens, I have very mixed feelings about it because they shouldn't be there entering the country illegally in the first place. I, you know, those of us who had to wait online for a long time and suffer the consequences wh- while we were waiting, because that's what happens to you when you declare your intention to leave a commie place like Cuba. Mm-hmm. You know, I have no sympathy for people that, that go around the system, the system that two countries me. have in place. You know, and neither does anyone in my family have sympathy for people that feel like they're above the system, that they're going to enter a country illegally without invitation when the rest of us uh, filled out a lot of paperwork and waited our turn for a chance, because it's a lottery, you understand, when you want to enter the United States. So no sympathy. 
for people that the, their very first act before they even get here is violating U.S. immigration law. But you notice that when they show those videos, they never show you the Coast Guard actually ramming their boats and capsizing them, but that's what they do. All right? Okay. I'm not saying that that's a bad thing. I'm just saying that that's what they do. But then they showed the boat capsizing uh, and the people sinking and, you know, there were drowning victims. Uh, but then they're circling around. You see the Department of Homeland Security uh, open fishermen slash cigarette kind of style boats. Very nicely, very new, wow. new painted. I'm not because surprised. Because what we needed, you know, in America was another level, really expensive level of bureaucracy with a, a, just a, a whole new level of people to have to pay. And you saw the result over here in New Orleans because Michael Brown, as inept as he was, he couldn't have done anything anyway without the permission from Skeletor Chertoff, from Riff Raff over there. Mm -hmm. So you know how efficient our government was to begin with. Let's just slow it down by adding a whole new level of bureaucracy, which was all designed to just have all of the departments entering, so answering to one department that would answer to the president and his inner circle and... Let's not get ahead of ourselves talking about this spying business that's actually being talked about on our regular, uh, you know, daytime news. How do you like that? On the regular mainstream media, they're actually talking about how uh, the president is spying. And how about that tantrum? Yesterday? I'm not a dictator. And if you call me that one more time, I'll have you shot. You ain't kidding. Did you see that clip? It I'm is. not a dictator. And I, and I resent that implication. And as soon as I find out what that word implication means... <laughs> So you want me to finish reading this? Uh, we're up yeah, there. I'd like to know. Uh, what's up the with professor that? said the student was told the agents uh, was told by the agents that the book was on a watch list, and that his background, which included significant time abroad, triggered them to investigate the student further. Just might want to note these things down, Josh, because you're a traveling man. You've been to Seattle. You know Seattle is a blue state. I do. Right. Right. And you know that they drink a lot of coffee. Yes. And coffee and commie start with the same kind of a sound. Yes, they do. All right? And most people that drink coffee all day are hopped up, and, and caffeine is a drug. All right? And so that's, that's building a kind of profile about you. I tell my students to go to the direct source, and so he asked me for the official Peking version of the book, Professor Pontbrain said. Apparently, the Department of Homeland Security is monitoring interlibrary loans because that's what triggered the visit, as I understand it. Now, there's a whole... I'm, I'm stopping at half of this because we're up against the break. But what does communism have to do with Islamofascism? Because that's the word that the president likes to throw out there. Islamofascism is a religious fundamentalist belief system. Communism, and, and some of us remember the whole communist hysteria that was going on, communism is equal to uh, atheism, right? Right. In Russia, in China, the communism and atheism go hand in hand. The wife was watching some movie last night with um, Ingrid Bergman as some nun, and uh, I walk in and I start talking and she shushes me, which is usually the case. Anyway. How it goes usually. But she shushed me because the children at the convent, are you following me? The children at the convent, were being led by the nun in the Pledge of Allegiance. And the movie was filmed in 1946. So they said, one nation, what comes next? Under yeah. Indivisible, uh, with liberty and justice for all, because it wasn't the McCarthy era yet, and they didn't add the under God yet, because that was a kind of checkpoint, because the Christians believed this, really. Are you ready for this? Mm -hmm. If a commie, who is really an atheist, says the words under God, he'll burst into flames. <laughs> 
All right, Akami, those words under God will actually stick in Akami's throat and they'll fall down to the ground choking and barfing and on, crawling around on their hands and knees because an atheist can't utter those words under God without suffering some adverse uh, reaction and you'll be able to spot Akami because they'll avoid saying those words. All right, because for fear of being struck by lightning by Yahweh himself. To be continued, 1016 on 560 QAM. Truth is, when you dare to compare, you'll see why Ford is the best-selling brand of vehicles in the USA. And in South Florida, the only Ford dealer to shop at, of course, is Armstrong Ford of Homestead. Now, the holidays are here. Maybe your car was damaged during Wilma. Or maybe you just want a great new ride. Whatever the deal is with you, now is the time to get on down and see our good friend David Rich. And let David put your ass behind the wheel of a great new Armstrong Ford. Right now at Armstrong Ford of Homestead, some great offers waiting on you and incentives as well. Get $1,000 cash back or financing as low as 0% on a Ford 500 or Freestyle. Get $5,000 cash back on Explorer or Expedition. How about $2,000 cash back on Escape and $2,500 cash back on Focus? Certain restrictions apply. And when you buy a Ford from Armstrong Ford, like I've been telling you for a long time, you will get their exclusive Tires and Batteries for Life program. Nobody else would dream of doing that for you, but they sure do. Tires and Batteries for Life. David Rich and the staff at Armstrong Ford Armstead will guarantee you the best price, and because it's locally owned and operated, they will treat you fantastic like family to make you a customer for life. You won't get a better deal on a Ford any place. No bait and switch, no phony deals, so call David Rich at 305-247-5112 and tell David you want the Neal deal. That's at Armstrong Ford Homestead. You'll find them at 30725 South Dixie Highway, just 20 easy minutes south of the 836. Check them out on the web at armstrongcars.com and then drive a few miles extra to save yourself thousands and zillions of dollars at Armstrong Ford of Homestead. This is the Neil Rogers Show. This is 560 QAM. Smoker thinks that this thought of humor is funny. Yes, yes! If he came back for Christmas, what would Jesus do? Send Robertson and Falwell to hell. If he came back for Christmas, what would Jesus do? Laugh at Bible bangers and send Don Boylan to hell. If he came back for Christmas, what would Jesus do? Buy a pair of shoes, laugh at Bible bangers and send Rick Santorum to hell. If he came back for Christmas, what would Jesus do? Smoke the finest weed, buy a pair of shoes, laugh at Bible bangers, and send Sammy Brown back to hell. If he came back for Christmas, what would Jesus do? Blow through Shibos too. Smoke the finest weed, buy a pair of shoes, laugh at Bible bangers, and send Robert Simmons farewell to hell. Sorry, I was uh, listening to MSNBC. Don't ask me why, as they do their best to uh, to put a happy face. Oh, why why is it doing this? Every <laughs> listen, I reset this thing yesterday, man. Real player, you suck. It's just like a lot of things. I wish that I could use a different program, but nothing else fires off as tightly as uh, as the real player. As I continue to play things off the computer. By the way, our uh, the computer. Yeah, our our MTV show is on the one with the uh, the real world road rules. The challenge? Yeah. All right, let me get it on there. And they're on the beach, so I'm hoping for... Okay, maybe. okay, there we go. Inferno? Yeah. Inferno 1? All right, I'm there. Get back to this uh, commie, mousy, town little surprised. red book. I'm just surprised that... I mean, he was taking the class, and right. he, he got the book from his school. Right. And they came looking for him. Kind of right. sends a chill down your spine, doesn't it? 
presumably one goes to college to learn things, right? Right. Now, even if, or, and especially if, like, let's say you um, hate communism, all right? The smart thing to do to battle a philosophy that you don't like is to learn as much as you can about it, right? Yeah. Isn't that how you fight a war? Isn't that like the art of war by uh, the Sun Tzu? You know, isn't, that, isn't it better to know your enemy than uh, to know nothing about Absolutely. your enemy, right? Like we're, like we're talking about the Islamites. Don't you want to know what gets them going, what they're all upset about, why they do the things that they do, so that it doesn't that help to stop them or prevent them or to predict their actions? I mean, that's, sure. a, that's an obvious, uh, I don't want to say no-brainer because it's cliche, but isn't that a no-brainer? Yes, it is. But the more you know about your enemy, the better able to defend yourself against your enemy you are, right? Yeah. And the more you know about your enemy's argument, the better you are, the better able you are to argue that point. So, right, exactly. And what does Chinese communism have to do with fundamentalist Islamic terrorism? Since they are enemies of each other last time I checked. Last time I checked... China is occupying some Muslim areas, and they're having a little bit of rebellious problems themselves. Last time I checked, the communist Soviet Union was the ones in conflict in Afghanistan, uh, in conflict with Osama in the early days, remember? Mm -hmm. That's when we were helping Osama. So if someone's taking an interest in communism, why does that put them on a Department of Homeland Security? I thought the commies weren't the enemy anymore. Hell, the only... I mean, there are two significant communist countries that I know of. They might be the only ones. I'm not sure. Especially after that call yesterday. I don't know Jack. Right? <laughs> well, read up. Dude. i got to read up. I'm going to start reading up a little bit more and more. Don't, I, don't get me started on that guy now. Because I'm thinking, because if he's a Christian, the version of history that he believes in is cuckoo kooky. Because if you go into the Christian bookstore or into the bookstore of your church, besides Chronicles of Narnia, you've got their version of history books. All right? Right. Because when you... When you have a belief system that begins with a conclusion, because here's how you wonder, how does someone with half a brain continue to believe in all this hokum? And it's real simple. When you have a conclusion that you're all in love with, and you hear something that, that threatens that, you just, you just discount it immediately. Oh, that's not true. That came from a liar. That came from an agent of Satan. You see what I'm saying? They have the ability to apply that kind of a that kind of a condemnation to fossils and things that exist. Oh, Satan made that fossil. So as wrong as I might have been about the number of crusades, and I'm sure glad that he, he corrected me, because now, I'm sorry I've been understating the case for Christmas uh, Christian aggression all these years, uh, Josh. Yeah, They're man. way more violent than even I gave them credit for. <laughs> I had no idea how violent and how many crusades and how many, you know, attacks were launched at people that didn't agree with them. And we got 16 total, was that right? That's according to Wikipedia. I need to read up more, though. You do. Because that just, that inspired me. Right there. We're all over the place. I haven't even talked about this poll here yet. We're tangenting all over the place. You know what? That's good, because by the time we get back to the original point, it'll probably be 2 o'clock and we'll be out of here. Good point. Right. <laughs> Two days down. And look at this. It's already time for the next break. We haven't even done anything yet. Let me refresh this because it's, uh, we got almost 200 votes, and I want to get 200 even on the Jesus poll we're taking today. Since it's almost Christmas, it's the holiday season, and I don't think we've ever taken this exact poll before. Do you recall? Um, no. 201, and it's what do you believe about Jesus? All right? And I tried to put all the options on here. If I missed one, please call it in, and we'll correct it. We'll put it on right away. He existed but was not divine is in the lead 66, and I almost voted for that because that's kind of what I believe, kind of. 
at least that's what everything seems to be pointing towards. I would say the evidence, but there isn't any. And I'm going to get a lot of calls maybe from that guy. Ah! The guy about the guy with Josephus is going to call up. Ah! Just this morning on the news, they were just they were throwing out their matter of factly. Oh, many historical documents, uh, you know, uh, refer to no, 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 no. Well, there are scriptures do the mythology. In other words, there are documents written by the people that were pushing Jesus. There's there's that. All right, copies of that, I should say. Well, yeah, there. Well, I was told what is there? There just that a person named Jesus existed. No, nothing, nothing. Okay. Okay. Well, then what I was told. You know, the Romans wrong. wrote meticulous records about everything that was going on. Mm-hmm. When you hear the story about Jesus and and you know that there was a major trial and the governor himself presided over the trial and you know governors usually didn't preside over little things. You know what I'm saying? It was a big deal, and this guy was the leader of a major movement, and right. and the crowd had turned on him because they thought that he was going to be leading them in a military campaign, and when they found out that he didn't, they turned on him. And you would think by reading all of those stories that this was significant enough to be mentioned in passing, but it was not. All right? And the Romans, they wrote about minutia, man. They wrote about little stuff. They, they, wrote, about, they wrote about how the Spaniards would brush their teeth with urine. You know, they wrote little stuff like that. So you think that a, a big trial, a big moment like that, that a governor would have had to uh, preside over, a, a potential rebellion uh, avoided, something like that would be mentioned somewhere, but it's not. Now watch this Mysteries of the Bible stuff on history and all these things. And the closest that we get is that uh, there's a description of this person here, and that might be Jesus. All right? And these texts over here describe an individual from this region that uh, was promoting this, that, and the, this other thing over here. That coincides with some of the things that Jesus was also promoting at the time, and so that might have been Jesus. And that's why I put on there, because that's one of the theories that you hear all the time, is that Jesus is an amalgam. It's, uh, he's a figure that uh, has, is patched together based on stories about a whole bunch of different people. And look at me, I'm getting late again. 216 votes. 72 people say he existed but was not divine. Don't care, 38. Don't know, 34. I voted for don't know because, let's, say, let's face it, we really don't. What the Bible says, 31. I hate this poll, 22. He was several different people, 9, and he did not exist, 9. Out of 216 votes. To be continued, 1029 on 560 QAM. The Emerald Coast continues to be Florida's number one Asian gourmet buffet as rated by Zagat Restaurant Review. And now every Friday through Sunday night, you can enjoy Lobster Fest featuring Maine Lobster served Thermidor style. And every night is Crab Fest with Alaskan Snow Crab Legs, Dungeness Crab, and Jonah Stone Crabs. The menu's course still includes fresh oysters on a half cell and a sushi bar with over 30, count them, About 30, man. different items. And the Emerald Coast serves delicious, juicy, succulent New York steaks cooked to your order the way you love them in hand carved prime rib too and on the weekends leave room for dessert at the emerald coast famous 40 inch chocolate fountain you can hand up your own strawberries marshmallows other decadent treats just smear them in there man and go nuts and don't forget the emerald coast won't give you a big headache like a lot of chinese joints because they don't use any crap in their cooking no msg no cornstarch they cook all their fine cuisine only with cholesterol free canola oil and by the way the emerald coast will be open christmas eve and christmas day Three locations for you. They're in Sunrise, Sunny Isles Beach, and Pembroke Pines. Please make reservations for Christmas Eve and Day by calling 954-572-3822. What a great place for a holiday feast, a real pig out at the Emerald Coast. 954-572-3822. This is Neil Rogers. This is 562 AM. Tyra Banks, there's a new reality show wheeling into town. 
I'm Larry Flint. Welcome to America's Next Topless Model. When these beautiful young women fall out of the running to become a supermodel, the world's most famous hustler is there to catch them. Tell me about yourself. My name is Madison. I like sushi, old movies. Yeah, yeah, whatever. Lose the sweater, sweetheart. <laughs> Watch America's Next Topless Model for an hour of glamour, excitement, and skin. On second thought, let's ditch the glamour. The models are topless, and Larry Flint's depravity is bottomless. Uh, Ginger and Rhonda, you're the final two contestants. I have one question for both of you. How come you're not making out with each other yet? (laughs) America's next topless model, right after Apprentice Jenna Jameson, only on TNTMA. 25 till 11, 560 WQAM. Let me dispense with some faxes here. Well... This one from Wynn. Get this. Any chance you could play Swiss Colony Beef Log from the South Park Christmas album? There's only one word that you need bleeping. Thanks, Wynn. No, I don't think so, Wynn. Not this holiday season. Not this fascist holiday season. As a matter of fact, I'm a little uncomfortable that I said that title right there. Wynn, I'll just, dump you. Just relax. How about, how about this, Wynn? Trust us. Have faith in us. That we're doing everything that we can to play everything that we can. And if we don't play it, it's because we can't, in spite of all our best efforts. And we are trying daily. Don't we try, Josh? Don't we fight? We, we do. Off the air, before the show, after the show. Don't we fight the forces of ridiculosity? I love making up words. Nice. That sounds like a good... I mean, what else would you I'm call I'm going to use that. There is ridiculous crap going on. And I mean, I mean ridiculous... That if you, if you were watching a bad science fiction movie, you wouldn't believe it. If somebody were to throw this in there, you know, oh, by the way, you can't play fart sounds. I'm like, no, no, no. The, the gorilla with the robot head, I can accept. But you can't play fart sounds? I don't get that. You dumped the open because it had... That wasn't a fart sound. That was a chair being uh, moved across the floor. Listen, it's you know when you get up on me, the dinner okay. table? I actually mm-hmm. laughed because I hadn't heard a fart sound in about however uh. many... You know, because you haven't been in this room lately, except on Family Guy. But you know. oh yeah, and on Sesame Street, exactly. and on Elmo videos, and on uh, Saturday morning cartoons, and on Nickelodeon. It just reminds you how funny it is when you don't hear it for a while. You know yeah, yeah, it is funny. So I'm going to continue with this thing. When we last left this uh, particular story, a student had been investigated by the Department of Homeland Security for ordering Mao Zedong's Little Red Book required required reading in communist China because he was doing a report on communist totalitarianism. Although the Standard Times knows the name of the student, he is not coming forward because he fears repercussions should his name become public. He has not spoken to the Standard Times. The professors have been asked to comment on the report that President Bush has authorized the National Security Agency to spy on as many as 500 people at any given time since, the, since 2002 in this country. The eavesdropping was apparently done without warrants. Apparently, what, he's, he's admitted it. He's bragging about it. And the poll numbers are up. Are you ready for that? Are they ready? He's bragging. Ab- yes, that's the story this morning. He's bragging about... Spying on Americans without a warrant. Understand that, that the law was put in place. First of all, the law that he's violating is the Foreign Intelligence Surveillance Act. There is no provision anywhere for him to spy on Americans without a warrant. All right? And when confronted, he's going, but I'm the commander-in-chief, and it's wartime. And I'm, what I'm really upset about is that somebody leaked the story during wartime. So get this. He creates a phony war. 
right? He comes up with a bunch of lies to go to war based on a whole bunch of phony, false pretenses that everyone knew were, were lies so that he can justify everything else that he's doing that he wants to do, like spying on Americans he doesn't like. Are you ready for that? No. And, and the fact that we're at war is an excuse to wage a, uh, a, a, his own little private war on American citizens. And they keep insisting, oh, it's all terrorism related. Well, then give us the list of the people that you're spying on. No? Are you ready for that? I'm tired of saying, are you ready for that? The student told Professor Potbrain Dr., uh, and Dr. Williams that uh, the Department of Homeland Security agents told him that the book was on a watch list. They brought the book with them, but did not leave it with the student, the professor said. Dr. Williams said in his research he regularly contacts people in Afghanistan, Chechnya, and other Muslim hotspots and suspects that some of his calls were monitored. My instinct is that there is a lot more monitoring than we think, said Dr. Williams, and he has been planning to offer a course on terrorism next semester, but is reconsidering it because it might put his students at risk. I shudder to think of all the students I had monitoring Al-Qaeda websites. What the government must think of that, he said. Mao Tongue is completely harmless. Yeah, because he's dead. And because I think that even in China, the people, that is, know that it's a crock and that communism is a crock. They tried to do something about it, but, you know, the commies mowed them all down. And we didn't do anything about it. There's still our, our, you know, why we don't have an embargo with them, I don't know. They're destroying our economy. Oh, I mean, I know why. It's because people are getting greased. That's why. 264 votes on the poll. What do you believe about Jesus? He existed but was not divine. 90. Don't care. 44. Don't know. 43. What the Bible says, 36, that's 13.6% that he's the son of God, rose again, all of that stuff. I hate this poll, 28. He did not exist, 12, and he was several different people, 11. Because only 11 people are uh, aware of that. I don't know. You know, it's very similar to the whole King Arthur thing. When you watch the documentaries, investigating King Arthur, did he really exist, that kind of thing, or read some of the books, it's all the same kind of language. Here was a, the history tells us of a guy that lived in this period, his name was such and such, and he did these things, that may have been the person that they're talking about when they talk about King Arthur. Or, there's this other person who lived around that same period of time, his name was such and such, and he did these things, maybe that was King Arthur. Or the stories are about both of them kind of put together because you know how things go, right, during the Dark Ages when history wasn't really being recorded all that well or at all. Stories were being passed along, you know, word of mouth. In the ancient times when people believed in a whole bunch of hokum. I mean, you know religion as we know it right now. <sighs> I need to take another one of those pills. But they believed in all kinds of folk hokum, you know. You know, you watch The Simpsons when, like, the old people start talking about their remedies and everything. Mm -hmm. That's just one generation back. I think he needs a balsam specific. Oh, by the way, I got to get a copy of Omega Man for you because here's my here's my new policy of movies to make you watch. You're gonna like this new standard. If The Simpsons used it in a spoof, you have to watch it. How's that? Well, that's gonna be a lot. It's a lot. I mean, it's a lot, but it's somewhere. It's a it's a list that's a place to start, something to work on. Because you saw The Simpsons where they made fun of the Omega Man. It was the one Halloween special. They're all running around in robes with the white eyes, eating skin. Remember that? Mo was one of the mutants. Yeah. He was one of those holiday things, and they shoot them in the end. You know, they have this big story about peace and coming together, and then psych, and they shoot them all right there. That was the Omega Man uh, parody. But it's it's good. It's been copied a whole bunch of times. That whole okay. 
sci-fi, you're the last man on Earth. Great fantasy. Ever had that fantasy? That you yeah. Have, like the last you wake up and everybody else is gone and it's just you? Well, I've had, I've had it's just me and a bunch of women. Well, yeah, yeah, you kind of need that part. I mean, that does happen in the Omega Man eventually. It's a black chick, but she's not bad. Yeah, it works. Sure, it works for them. You know how that works. She's the last guy on Earth. She's the last woman on Earth. All right. There's going to be needs. All right. I don't care what kind of a bigoted cracker you are. I just I need it. <laughs> I need something. But it's uh, it's not bad. It's cute. And I'm trying to think of what else we need to see. I just and I, and I actually looked around yesterday for a VCR for you. Anybody knows where they're selling cheap used VCRs? Because I don't want to spend a whole lot of money on Josh. Well, that... You know, it'll set a uh, a wrong standard. Like if I spend, say, sixty bucks on you, how am I going to explain spending thirty bucks on somebody that I like better than you? You see? I, I see what you're saying. You know, I tell them, well, you didn't need a VCR. It's like, well, you got to got me two of these, two of whatever it was that you were getting me. I really hate hate freaking Christmas. Christmas is for kids. For the rest of us, it's just a big pain in the ass. You know, I like I like getting stuff, but yeah, but. I'm being greedy. You turn a corner where you're you're giving more than you're getting, but it's all about the giving. Yeah, yeah, right here. Uh, what you get is usually crap, and you're just spending a lot of money giving to other people. Now, my family, since there are so many of us, we do the uh, old uh, interchange thing, drawing names out of a hat and stuff. Mm-hmm. But we're we're all getting cheese ball about that. Everybody's asking for gift certificates. I felt kind of bad. It's like I'm gonna ask for a gift certificate because you know what? I don't even know what I want. Just Give me his gift certificate so I can go to a store, pick out and yeah. pick something out because I don't even know what I want. All right, some another T-shirt with something offensive on the front that'll offend the Christians. Uh, I don't know. Just give me a gift certificate. And everybody else, you know, they're asking for gift certificates too. Hell, if everybody's asking for gift certificates, do you see where I'm going? No. Why don't we just give each other cards with thirty bucks in it? Everybody just. Here's your 30. Here's yours. You know, we can just... Yeah, right? I mean... Right on. Or just give them a card, you know, hey, tag. You're it. You're it. You know, I don't know. Give this to somebody else. I don't know. All right. Enough monologuing for us. When we come back, I expect to have some phone calls on here. If we left something off of the Jesus poll, if there's some Jesus uh, theory that we don't know about, please call up and enlighten us. And if the history guy is out there, hey, he could call us back every day. He could be our our designated fact checker. How do you like that? Tell us about the real thing. When we get something wrong... Because, see, the show is a team effort. When we get something wrong, because we're humans and we get to be wrong all the time, uh, call up and correct us so that we are only wrong for a few minutes. The faster you correct us, the more accurate the show becomes. 16 till 11 on 560 QAM. Holiday season. The Ionized Yeast Company presents a Rita Crosby Christmas. Yes, it's Rita Crosby singing the same worn-out Christmas tunes with a slightly different arrangement. Rita Crosby, not quite as retarded as the one who gave her the gift, but hey, you're the one who watched. <laughs> 
Don't miss Arena Crosby Christmas, only on MSCN and Fox NBC. Nine till eleven, five sixty QAM. What? What? Still don't know when that's going to end. It's like, oh no, you just have to uh, look at the little countdown timer over here. I have cheating uh, yeah. abilities. I have the timer over here. I don't know if you've ever given this much thought. You know, man, you find yourself on a can for an extended period, the weirdest thoughts come into your head. Who yeah. was it that decided what kind of dancing should be performed topless? We've all seen a lot of topless dancing. Yeah. Right? You go to the strip club, mm-hmm. right? And it's not all the same, but it's pretty similar. The slow grind involving yeah. the pole. Well, it's got to be sexy, so that's going to be a sexy know. thing. But did they really have a discussion at some point? About what, what kind of dancing should be performed? There's Are you a lot of like maybe maybe they tried like a fir- the first kind that was like totally did they different. tried to do it at like ballet or did they try to do um you, you know, know they they have about top uh, topless ballet they okay I'm sure but I mean you you know that there's a a form of dancing that seems to be that's the chosen method to dance topless or naked for that matter right right and I'm just and yeah I've seen some variations but they just never caught on. There's just that kind of dancing. So it got me thinking about it. What kind of dancing would look best if you were topless, if the chick was topless? I'm just sitting there on the can one day, just going through all the kinds of dancing that I could think of, and I came up with one. I just didn't know if uh, if you ever really thought about it. Because I, I really think about little else except uh, toplessness, n- women getting naked, and, and what kinds of activities they could do while they're naked that would kind of get things going. Well, you know what I mean, I mean besides things. Like jumping rope and right. And now you're thinking. Yeah, you're yeah. right. I'm thinking. Okay. And um, it got me thinking back to North Carolina since it came up yesterday. Ever see clog dancing? Clog dancing. Clog dancing is a kind of Irish tap dancing. I mean, I could but put it's, two it's, and two together. It's, it's uh, like hoofing. It's a lot of real foot stomping, hoofing kind of tap dancing action. They wear a, a, a kind of a tap shoes kind of thing. I had a a girlfriend. I say girlfriend, but we were preteens. You know how that goes. Yeah. This is my girlfriend. We the only thing that we did was kiss. It was my first French kiss there. She she taught me how. I, I just don't even. There don't, you go. It was very awkward. I mean, I had no idea. It was a lot of fun, but boy, I had no. I was doing everything wrong. I know. How do you do that wrong? Trust me. <laughs> well, the first time. It, yeah, it was it was brutal. So I appreciate. It. Thank you, Kim. And not Kim Bocamper either. Better beef up. <laughs> Better beef up and stand on a stool. You yeah. want a French kiss, Kim Camper. Well, I, I would have to. I mean, he's a tall guy. I've I got a bad I, taste in my mouth. I would need a step ladder. <laughs> well, I, I'd like to think that he's a he, you know he's got good oral hygiene and his teeth are brushed all the time. 
But uh, but she was into clog dancing, this girl, and so I got to see the clog dancing. And when you go back there, depending on, on what you do and where you go, you can encounter clog dancing performances. And, and I was thinking about it because it's a lot of hopping and jumping and stomping. And they're not topless, but already you can tell there's a lot of movement going on. And so you're thinking, hey, if that girl was topless, we'd really have a show here. Well, tap so dancing, this is just a little bit of tap dancing period. I tap mean, dancing period, but regular, you're on the hop, right? You know, but the regular tap dancing that you think of, it's kind of smooth. You see the people that are kind of smooth floating across the floor. Yeah. The the clog dancing is like a real hoof stomping. They're stomping, man. They're pounding on the floor with their heels and everything. So everything gets going. Now, if there's another kind of dancing that we're not thinking of, we'll be happy to hear it for the fantasy variety show that we're putting together for cable. You know, that's going to be like a variation of those Spanish variety shows that we like so much, but like, we're going to start where they leave off. Uh-huh. You follow? Oh, yeah. Because, I mean, they got the right idea, but they're just not quite there. 5670560 is the number in date, and Broward Pound 560 is free if you have singular or Verizon Wireless. 877-785-6345 is toll-free everywhere else. Please uh, go vote on the poll. Click around some stories. We've got all kinds of stories on there, uh, mostly about the spying business that's going on. People on both sides are very outraged, and the president, besides saying, shut up, I'm not a dictator, still has no way to defend legally, that is, what's going on. He thinks that because he's commander-in-chief and we're at war, therefore he gets to do whatever the hell he wants to do. And the only thing that's bad that's going on is people talking about the thing that he's doing. 326 votes on the poll right now. What do you believe about Jesus since his birthday is coming up, his supposed birthday is coming up? He existed but was not divine, 104. Don't care, 58. Don't know, 54. What the Bible says, 45. I hate this poll, 35. He did not exist, 16. And he was several different people. Rolled into one. Fourteen people say that. Are the phones even working? This is the deadest that it's ever been. What do you mean? It's like a full full board. Are you kidding? Ah, I got no dots. I've been uh -oh. here rambling all day long. I haven't seen a dot. Are you kidding me? Watch this. Wait, maybe, well, I got nothing. Oh. I got nothing. Well, Good thing it's time for the yeah. break. we got to reset everything. We can't. Hey, Timmy, I don't want to get you all into a rage, but we've got computer issues in here. I don't know about you, but he scares me. Maybe I should close and lock this door before I start. You know, he doesn't about scare me because he's just a very calm guy. He's a very you know calm, I mean? kind guy, but you never know when somebody like that is going to rage out. Four yeah. till eleven on five sixty QAM. Nobody can tell me what it is. What's this in? Maybe a little word. Keep going. Do it, 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 do do it, it, do 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 it, do
You know that, yeah. I should have played that long ass waitresses song. You're aware of the waitresses, right? That song, I know what boys like. Yes. I know what guys. Uh, I didn't know they got a Christmas song. It was on the uh, Comedy Service website that we got our comedy bits from this morning. I was, I was listening feverishly, trying to find some funny things to play. By the way, um, one out of ten, thereabouts, maybe one out of seven. That's the ratio to. Uh, you ask a lawyer company lawyer a question, hey, can we say this, can we say that? Uh, they say a combination of things like yes to this, no to that. You follow? Yeah. This person, it's just no. Everything can we No. Can we 18 18% complete. So I should just play that long uh, waitress's song because I can't take any calls, and uh, I guess I could monologue some more, but I think an hour is enough. I'd say so. Yeah, I'm tired. Without getting anything. I'm tired no. of talking. I want somebody to. We haven't you know, got any feedback. The the uh, the the Christian historian fact checker is probably just ringing the phone off the hook, screeching, we, screeching into the phone. I know we've got five cranks on there that uh, that need their fix, that have gone a complete hour into the show and they haven't got you know heard themselves on the air yet. Not that they will, except for Ron. Nothing we can do about him. The good news about Ron is that he's fat. You know what that means, right? What's that mean? Any any minute now. Yeah. He's probably not doing uh, other healthy things either. Speaking of fat, I eat like four bagels. Dude, the coach's bagels. Oh yeah. Did Hank? I didn't listen to that interview because I was in here listening to unfunny bits. One moment, please. So, did you hear any of it? Hank talked to the coach. I I was in here as well. Did the coach say, um, you know, all these other coaches that they've had since I left really sucked? Did he say that? I don't know. We'll have to get a report on that. You think he's ever thought that? Oh, he's, he's thought it. <laughs> he's think? definitely thought oh, well, Come on. Come on. Are you in his head? Well, I'm, I don't have to be. <laughs> I know. Nobody else has had success. I know. So I know. you know he's thinking that. Yeah. These other pikers. You know, that's not selfish. Yeah, I know he just was, knows, hey, it's like, I was successful here. Well, Nobody else thinking something like, yeah, I know I had some rough years there towards the end, but <laughs> come on. <Yeah. laughs> Nothing to what the hell's going on now. Yeah. Oh, look. It's coming back. Coming yeah. back. I've got some uh some wine the over here. And we'll, uh... Let me test this theory. QAM, hello. Getting a box of Lucky Charms. <laughs> hey, that's the way to start Stupendous. it. Stupendous. Right? Yeah, that's the way to start it. Thank you. Thank you, God. QAM, hello. Hello, George. Hello, caller. Hey, how you doing? Just fine. How are you? All right. Hey, I think your, your views on religion are a little skewed. As okay. a Christian, I'm taking great offense and umbrage to some of the things you said. Okay. As we all know, the one true gospel is the King James Version. I suggest uh-huh. you should read it. I have read it more than you. No, no, I don't yes, think yes, so. Yes, yes, I do think so. I think not. I think so. Because uh, the things you're saying are just some of them don't make sense. Well, the King James Version doesn't make sense. What? Yes. Yes, it does. You no, heathen? It doesn't. You're heathen. And you're a crank call. You're a fake call. Get out of here. No, you get out of here. And thank you for sharing your uh, your Christian love. What happened with uh? Now what? What do you mean? I can I can punch him up, but I can't hang up on him. I hit that thing like three times. Oh, did you? Well, wait, because I'm a little bit in in between. Well, let's try. Here. Let's let's take oh, a. Wait, I got a toggle. A toggle? No, <laughs> I have to toggle. Oh, I have to toggle the window. <laughs> it's it's kind of like a doggle. But it's a toggle. <laughs> but but nowhere near what a uh, dongle is. Ever ever see a dongle? Nope. I'll explain one to you uh, during the next break. QAM, hello. Oh, wait. Hey, 
I'd like to speak to George. Please. You are. Let's, let's take a please George! Hello, please turn the radio off. Thank you very much. How are you? I'm, I'm, I'm so good. I have to tell you, I, I totally, I totally agree with what you're saying. I have to tell you, I wish you would have had more time at Walgreens this morning because I would have totally enjoyed that. And the other thing is, is a couple of weeks ago, a woman called in and said, oh, I love George's voice. I'm right there with her. I think it's sexy, well, and that's all you. I got to say. Thank you very much. I'm a heterosexual female in her 40s, and I listen Woo! all the time. All right, send a picture. <laughs> Talk to you later. Bye, George. Bye-bye. I, I told you my Burger King story. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter, even though that's a very short list. Chicks that like my voice, very short list, but it doesn't matter. Remember the Burger King story? Yeah. I was doing the intercom thing, and in those days, we didn't have the headset. We had the microphone. Mm-hmm. So you could play... Play DJ. You could get right into the microphone there and get all gravelly. It's all about so the water. I'd, uh, right. I'd take, welcome to Burger King. May I take your order? And uh, sometimes it'd be like a carload of girls, and you'd hear them giggling and tittering. Whopper with cheese. Onion rings instead of fries. And they'd drive around to uh, pick up their order, and they'd be all giggling. And Who's the guy that took their order? And, I'd, and then it would be me there, standing there, and I'd say, oh, that was me. And they'd say, Oh. <laughs> so it doesn't matter. They didn't want it to talk matter, you know. It's like I, I, you know, they can't have sex with my voice once they see where it's coming from. It's like, oh, how's that walk? Yeah. Hmm. All right. QAM, hello. Hey, hold on. QAM, hello. Oh yeah. How you doing, George? How you doing? Fellow uh, recovering Christian here. Did you ever play the game when you were a kid where you sat in a room and one person told the other person a secret and went around sure. the room? Telephone. I mean, got to the other end. It was a completely different. Sure. Well, the first Bible was written in 400 A.D. So up until that point, all they were doing was telling stories to right, one another. Word of mouth. They had some scriptures over there, but even the, the very first writing was 40 years after Jesus died. Right. So it was yeah. word of mouth up to that point. And mind you, this is word of mouth passed along by people who had a agenda. You know, they, they had a, a church, a philosophy, a religion that they were pushing, that they were trying to get off the ground. So they had an ulterior motive for, you know, sprucing up the story a little bit. Like we did with George Washington and like the Romans did with their with the various Caesars. You know, they would deify them and make up stories about them. Sure. Yeah. Just, people don't seem to realize that uh, a lot of this stuff was just put together to feed the people. Right. Thank you. All right, no problem. Which, by the way, because I was having a discussion with uh, with Billy, because I think Billy's a little bit of a little bit of a Jesite recovering. It's it's very hard to break through the programming. Is that right? I had no yeah, idea. Yeah, he, you know, he's got he's got some issues. Get it he's, together, Billy. He's conflicted, and I I I feel his pain. I've been there. I've I've been conflicted. It's it's really difficult to have to admit to yourself that maybe you've been wrong, your entire life, maybe about pretty much everything, not just everything but all of the important things. You know, like your definition of reality is wrong. See, I'm surprised because you were a hardcore. Hardcore. So, and like the guy said, you, turn, you turned on them. No, I didn't turn on them. I turned back into a human, all right? Yeah. They turned on humanity. Right. Okay? That's the way it is. And it's funny to think, you know, because hardcore Christians, like, they don't, they don't hear anything else. You don't. That's, that, and that's, and you, you were that, and then you right. turned. Which and is, that's why they feed you shock. with these things. They're they really very careful to keep you from thinking. And they tell you things like, questions come from Satan. They tell you things like that. And, and you're doubting. Doubts come from Satan. And you're backsliding. And you have to have faith. 
questions are evidence that you don't have faith. If you have a question, then you're not having faith. A person of faith does not have questions. You just accept. Well, the acceptance and the faith that you have is in the storyteller, not the subject of the story. Because we won't do that. If I told you a story about Yehudi and you said, <coughs> I don't, you know, BS, I don't believe your story about Yehudi. And I, and I came back with, well, you have to have faith in Yehudi. Right. How can you doubt Yehudi? And you say, of course, obviously, I'm not doubting Yehudi. I'm doubting you, you lying sack. I'm accusing you of making these stories up, all right? It has nothing to do with the subject of your story. It has to do with you are a bald-faced liar, just like that, all right? So the Bible has nothing to do with God. The Bible is one of many books that was written by people who were using God to promote their agenda. And it's a theory, a series of them, actually, some of them that conflict with each other. It's this group of people believed this about God, and they wrote it down eventually, and here it is. This is what we think God is. This is what we think his name is. This is what we think his agenda is, how he created us, and how we get into heaven. That's just one point of view out of thousands that we've had in, in the world since we started trying to explain how we got here and where we're going after we die. Thousands of theories about that. All right? Which one is right? I don't know. I'm still waiting. All right? Maybe that's what it's all about. Maybe that's what God's waiting for, is to, for someone to actually figure it out. Maybe the person, when they really do figure it out, maybe they'll, they'll turn to gold and be able to fly. You know what I mean? But I still stand on my original claim. Any one of you that can demonstrate any one of the powers that you believe in, I will give everything that I have to charity, to the poor, or to leave it to my wife, and I'll become a a follower, a minister in your religion. I will give up my worldly possessions and follow you. All you have to do is any of the things that your book of Hokum says you can do if you have faith. Jesus said you could walk on water if you have faith. If you can't, it's because you don't. All right, well, give me one there's, guy. There's the beach. Yeah. I'll meet you at the beach, all right? <laughs> and if you can, you know, I'll wade out into the surf. If you can walk to me or something... I'm a follower. If Ill right. Papa I'm a can't do it, then I guess, you know. Sure. Here's some wet wood. Set fire to it. Br call fire down like Elijah the prophet. Any of it. Call manna down from heaven. Strike that rock with your staff and have the water gush forth. Any of the things that you claim really happened and, and that you claim can happen if you have faith. Here, some diseases, right? Now, we have, I, I have told you my favorite the, the loogie that made the blind man see. Wasn't that it? The spit... Oh, I think that there might have been. We're yeah. going to have to read up on that. Yeah, I will. Because okay. that's the kind of far-fetched sure thing. Pretty sure there was, a, you know, he, right. he spit and, you Oh, know, and before we take this break, and I know all the lines are ringing, and I'm because the, the homeless voice people are out in full force, and so I would like everyone to uh, use Jesus. There are two examples in the Bible, and if you want me to quote chapter and verse, I'll look them up, but I'm just doing this from memory over here, and I don't want the Bible historian to call me up and say, i got to read up. There's two examples. Number one, Jesus cursed the fig tree because it wasn't using his gifts. Do you remember that story? Jesus and his disciples were walking around and they encounter a fig tree and the fig tree was not bearing any fruit. And Jesus cursed it and said, God gave you life and soil and the ability, whatever, I'm making this up, all right, because I don't have the actual scripture here. If I had planned ahead, I would have had it, but I'm just doing this off the top of my head here. He cursed the tree whereupon it, it withered up and died because it wasn't bearing any fruit. In other words, God gave you the gifts, all of the gifts that you need to bear fruit and you're not bearing fruit, so you wither up and die. 
There's example number one. Example number two, after Jesus' death, two of the apostles, I forget which ones, encounter a beggar uh, in front of the city. And they say to him, and I know this because it was a song that we used to sing in church. They say to him, silver and gold have I not, but such as I have give I thee. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk, because he was lame. So in other words, you're not getting any money from me, but you're going to get a blessing. All right? So this Christmas season, when the homeless voice is shaking their bucket at your window, roll your window down and say, silver and gold have I not. But such as I have, give I thee. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and get a freaking job. 1114 on 560 QAM. For years I've been telling you about Dry Concepts, the best carpet any company around. Did you know that not only can they do a fantastic job under your carpeting, which I've done in my home for over 20 years now, they are absolutely the best, but Dry Concepts can also save you hundreds, maybe thousands of dollars by doing other sensational cleaning things for you. Dry Concepts also specialize in drapery cleaning, upholstery, leather furniture restoration, mattress cleaning, oriental rug cleaning, pet odor treatments, and water damage, too. Dry Concepts can also clean and restore your tile and grout quickly and efficiently. Dry Concepts professional staff is always coming up with the most advanced cleaning systems to do the best job for you. And during this month, during the month of October, be sure and take advantage of Dry Concepts Summer Sizzler Number 2 package and water damage special, highly recommended by Troy Stratford, by the way. Dry Concepts, from carpet cleaning to tile and grout cleaning, the only place you ever ought to think about calling. No rip-offs, no scams, no BS, a written guaranteed price every time before they start the work, and then an unparalleled spectacular job every time. In Dave Broward in the Palm Beaches, call Dry Concepts toll-free 1-800-248-5071. That's 1-800-248-5071 or on the Wicked Web. It's dryconcepts.com. This is Neil Rogers. This is 560 QA. And now, the show that's the antidote to those liberal media distortions of our government. It's the West Texas Wing. Uh, Excuse me, Mr. President, but I... uh, why are you wearing headphones, sir? Oh, hey, Dick. Uh, I'm monitoring some illegal wiretaps. Mr. President, don't we have people to do that? Yeah, but I have the really important call sit right here to the Oval Office. Oh, 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 hang on. Something big is coming over. Oh, what is it, sir? Word of a terrorist attack? No, Brittany has kicked Kevin out of the house again, and he, and he just set up a date with Lindsay Lowen. Oh, that dog. Come back next time for a fair and balanced, compassionately conservative view of our government in action. Only on the West Texas Wing. 1119 on 560 WQAM. Howard David at 2 o'clock today. Goldie at 4. Curtis at 7. Eddie K at 10 o'clock. Nice clean schedule. Hey, what's, uh, what's going on? Just college stuff going on right now or something? What do you mean? Are we in that in-between season? we got no games going on. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh well, well, football. You got to wait right. for the bowl. I mean, there's, there's, you know, the tiny bowl games. It's just so weird to read the schedule when there. there's no, uh, nothing on in the evening. I mean, even though we're down to, you know, a measly two teams. You know, on this there's day. a Hurricanes basketball game. That's pretty uh, much I all you're that. getting now. On Thursday. That's right. Oh, no, wait. Okay, no, uh, tomorrow. Tomorrow, right? And then again on Thursday, for what it's worth. Just trying to tell you, you know, keep the uh, whole sports thing alive. I, I feel very neglectful. Maybe we should do updates okay. during the show. I actually suggested that, you know, in jest to Neil, and he didn't think it was funny at all. I think it would be funny all. if you did an update. That, that would be funny. Yeah, that would be hysterical. You'd, I would so have to rehearse. It would, be, it would be like reading in a foreign language. What, do you got the sounder there somewhere? Well, I need something to read first. Maybe, you know what, later on when Todd uh, shows up, he could write out the update for me, 
and then we'll lead into the Howard David Show with me doing the update. How would that be? Fun? I wouldn't even know how to start taking it. Uh, good morning, South Florida at 1120. I'm George Rodriguez. Yeah, that's it. That's all I got. Some people played some games. Had nothing to do with you, but some of you think so. So One team won. The other team lost. It's because one team played better than the other team. Now, to say that over the course of the next six hours, here's everybody else. I'm sorry. But uh, but there you go. That's it. Let me check this poll before I dig myself in any uh, any deeper. 402 votes. What do you believe about Jesus this holiday season? He existed but was not divine. 126. Don't care. 73. Don't know. 70. What the Bible says, 56, I hate this poll, 43, he did not exist at all, 20, and he was an amalgam of several different people, 14. Now, we only have three calls on the, on the uh, phone right now. You know what that means? That means all those pissed off people need to call back. Yes, and also that these are all just, uh, just chronics. QAM, hello. QAM, hello. QAM, hello. 62B of homeless. Let's see. There you go. See, nobody, nobody rings the phone during the break. See, here's like a little thing that you can write down in your little producer rule book. That already you know, there. You already man. know it. The people with a life don't have the time to let the phone ring for like 10 minutes at a time. Right? They'll hear something. They'll want to respond. They ring the phone. It rings, however, t- you know, maybe five times. Uh, they say, screw this. And they hang up and they go on with their very busy, active lives. People at home... In their underwear, like Ron and all these other rejects, they got nothing better to do but to sit there all day and ring your freaking phone all day long. This is the, the highlight of their life. What they do the rest of the day, I don't know. I, oh, I do know, because just like Gilbert, they rotate from show to show. I heard Gilbert call Larry King one night. This was years ago when I was still uh, board hopping the old. He calls every show there is. Yeah. Shows in other countries. Now, I will say this for you, Gilbert, even though I hate you and I would, uh, I, I wish you nothing but a horrible, painful death this holiday season, uh, it was kind of a funny call to Larry. Really? You'd think that Larry, since he's been doing this a long time, like he likes to say, would know what a crank call is and what it sounds like. But no. Gilbert totally, uh, you know, put one over on him. QAM, hello. George. Hello. Hey. Hey. You suck. Yeah, you do. QAM, hello. Oh, yeah. QAM, hello. Hello? George. Yeah. Hey, what happened to the Church of Booty? Huh? The Church of Booty? The or Church of Ass. Nothing. I'm still a, a worshiper. So, I mean, how can I become a bishop, man? Well, first got to get a whole lot of money together to build it. All In the right. Meantime, you, I mean, you can start practicing right away. Well, you don't need a whole lot of money. All you need is a room and a house. Don't well, just, just drive by Overtown. You see them all up and down the street. <laughs> Dude. Just right. houses. Just church of this, church of that. Yeah, you're right. The Church of the Immaculate Missionary Shrine in Christ. Yeah. So you don't even need a building. I'll, right. You can get yeah, one of those little strip tent. shopping center churches. Hey, man, just get a tent. There you go. Be an evangelist. A get pavilion. A one of those World War II surplus tents that you get for like $25. We'll have a revival. Yeah. And we can pass out those little fans. Of course. With, with your picture on it as pastor. All right. All right. All right, come on, man. I mean, I want right. to be—I want to be bishop of the Church of Ass. I'll start working on it. All right, man. Take it easy. Later. We, we have so many church options. You know, Church of Bacchus, Church of Ass, Church of Fonzi. Yehu- oh, Church Ye- of Fonzi. Yehudi. Hey. <laughs> What's funny about that was because um, Happy Days really did suck. 
Yeah, I didn't. Suck. I didn't really get that. No, but I, I, I tell myself as I do in a lot of things that were before my time that it was in its day. In its day, you know what? But still, in its day, if you were a very small child, then it was amusing for the first season. I mean, I, I guess the father was a ladies' man, as I oh, hear. Oh yeah. So right. you know he. Right. I guess that they kind of changed his character. Very, very early in the series, Fonzie was actually a scary hood kind of a character who was kind of mysterious, but then they softened him up like, like, like a bad, like made him a real wuss. But in like like the first episode that you ever saw Fonzie in or something, he was like this real shady, kind of a rough kind of a character with a violent reputation. QM, hello. Hey, George. How are you? Good, man. One for your poll there on the Jesus thing. The yeah. best I can describe it is this way. Uh... In my opinion, the Bible was nothing more than a big comic book of its era, and mm-hmm. Jesus was a uh, superhero, the big superhero of that. Okay, well, that's covered. He did not exist. Exactly. Okay. Thank you. No problem. By the way, I, I will throw in that I, I agree with that. Yeah. I mean, I've, it's this, I think it's, uh, you know, the, the early fairy tale that uh, sure everybody, a lot of people believed in. Sure. Now, I watched all of those shows, and, and, and get this now. If there's something out there, I mean, like a real evidence, like a real Roman historical record that talks about Jesus by name or something like that, if it's out there and I just don't know about it, great. Where is it? Let me look it up or something. But I watched all these shows on the History Channel and Discovery Channel in search of Jesus and all this stuff. And and even in the early days when I was conflicted, remember I told you how I was conflicted? Because here's what happened first. These people, the people that were telling me the stories, I lost faith in them. You understand? That's how it started. But I didn't lose faith in Jesus. So I decided that these people really weren't close to Jesus. That they were using Jesus to control me and us because I was reading stuff in the Bible. I would ask them questions about it. They would get all hostile. Right. Or I was reading things that didn't jive with what they were preaching from the pulpit. That's how it started with me, like you said, because they say questions are from the devil. Right. I would be the one asking them. And questions. I was, let me tell you this. I was as sincere as any mofo can be about anything, all right? And I was one of these, like, very zealous new converts. I wasn't, didn't grow up in the fundamentalist church and everything. But when I would ask them something like, hey, hey, Pastor Jacobson, you said this on Sunday, but when I'm reading this in the Bible, it says this over here. And all I wanted, really, all I wanted was a clarification so that I could worship Jesus right because I was really worried about worshiping Jesus wrong, all right? It's a big concern. A teenager, I should have I should have had other concerns, but this was my big thing, man, is like, I don't want to do it wrong, Pastor, so please explain this to me. Why did you say this when the Bible says that? And he would get hostile. And I'm like, well, I wasn't meaning to piss you off here, Pastor. I just, you know, the Bible. You sold me on the Bible, so I got one here, and I'm reading it like you told me to do. So I would like, it's hostile. Not just hostile, eh, and then he would go and tell my sister and my brother-in-law, you know, you've got to watch George. You've got to be careful. I'm concerned about him. Yeah, oh, that's my favorite. I'm concerned about what? You know, and then they would come and talk to me. It's like, what did you say to Pastor? I asked him a question about, you know. Consequently, my sister and brother-in-law left that church. The Assembly of God we're talking about, the church that uh, Jimmy Swaggart belonged to before he left it because they wanted to censor him because of his whole prostitute business. They said, we want you to go on a little bit of a probationary period and everything. He said, screw you, i got money to make. So I'm just not going to be a part of your church anymore. I'm just going to keep breaking in the money, which he did. All right? So I started to do some independent study. I decided, you know what? This church and these people, I don't know if they're 
in step with Jesus. But I was still sold on Jesus in the Bible. I'm going to do some independent study, check out some other churches and everything like that. And that's where it started. And then I wanted to do some independent research by getting some books so that I could find out about some Jesus, the Jesus that exists outside of the Bible. And that's where I ran into some, hmm, I'm scratching, but nothing's coming up. You know what I mean? I know exactly what you mean. I mean where's, where's all this the historical documentation about Jesus? And I wasn't finding it. And then, uh, you know, you watch Discovery Channel in search of this and mysteries of Jesus and all that stuff. And, uh, hey, hmm, rumors of this guy who lived in this time that might have been Jesus. And then there's this story about this guy over here that lived over here that was part of this movement, the, uh, the Essene movement over here, and that they, they uh, believed in this. And uh, it's rumored that he was the leader of this particular uh, sect, and the apostles were the people that, uh, that followed him around. So that's a theory. They have a lot of theories, but they don't have anything... Concrete. It's like Greek mythology to me, you know. Exactly. That's exactly. You know, and if you say, oh, no, there's historical, they, they talk about things in the Bible that really existed. Well, again, in Greek mythology, in, in, in the Iliad, they talk about Troy and where it was, and lo and behold, there it was. There yeah. it is. That means Apollo really is driving a flaming chariot across the sky. Apollo is flaming. Did you know? Oh, yeah. Yeah, well, he was Greek. 1130 on 560, all Greek radio, WQAM. Is that it? All right. Oh, by the way, it's Acts chapter 3, if you want to read that, uh, you know, how to treat the homeless voice on the holidays example. I see people giving them money almost every day, don't you? Oh, yeah. On the corner there. Don't feed the bears. If you don't give them money, they'll go away. You see, they'll go somewhere where someone is giving them money, or hopefully, if God wills it, they'll go get a job. You see what their shirts say these days? No. Homeless but working. Here's, see, they're not there to me, you know what I mean? I mean, they're there, but they're, I, I don't you, see them anymore. You know what? I, then you're lucky, because they make it a point to be seen. They get in my face. They do everything short of rapping on the window. I don't look Shouting way. at my window. I, I try not to, man. I just I crank the tunes up, you know? I just really turn up the volume on Jesus Christ Superstar, whatever I might be listening to in the car at that time. I'm not going to have a revival with that just yet, but I do love that music. So I, I looked it up because I know that... This is the way that you, you know, you don't just throw stuff out of the Bible. A lot of people quote the Bible and they throw quotes out there that aren't in the Bible. And I know Miguel's probably going nuts. Ah, another religious show. Yeah, I'm going to get this out of the way today. But since it's Christmas, right, it's Jesus' birthday. And, and they started it just like they usually do. The Christians with their phony controversy about you know, the heathens, the secular people, the ACLU. They're trying to take Christ out of Christmas. Trying, you know, no, no one is. Absolutely no one is. It's another crock, another smoke screen, another let's divert attention from the fact that soldiers are dying in a made-up war in Iraq and the president is uh, spying on American citizens in violation of U.S. law. But uh, never mind that. The secular people and the Jews then, too. They're trying to take Christ out of Christmas. Ah. By the way, good news. Really? Judge rules against intelligent design in PA. Remember that was going on in that court? Remind trial. The intelligent design business, the school board passed it, the people sued, they took it to court. The intelligent people won, not the intelligent design people. You follow? Harrisburg, PA, a federal judge ruled Tuesday that the intelligent design explanation for the origin of life cannot be taught in biology classes in a Pennsylvania public school district. The Dover Area School Board violated the Constitution when they ordered that its biology curriculum must include intelligent design, the notion that life on Earth was produced by an unidentified intelligent cause, U.S. District Judge John E. Jones III ruled. 
The school board policy adopted in October 2004 was believed to have been the first of its kind in the nation. Eight families then sued to have intelligent design removed. The citizens of the Dover area were poorly served by the members of the board who voted for the ID policy. You understand ID, intelligent design yes. policy, jo Jones wrote. It's ironic that several of those individuals who so staunchly and proudly touted their religious convictions in public would time and again lie to cover their tracks and disguise the real purpose behind the ID policy, the judge said. The board's attorney said that members sought to improve science education by exposing to students to alternatives to Darwin's theory of natural selection, uh, causing gradual changes over time. Intelligent design proponents argue that it cannot fully explain the existence of complex life forms. The plaintiffs argue that intelligent design amounted to a secular repackaging of creationism, which the courts have already ruled cannot be taught in public schools, and then the facts gets messed up. It goes on from there. But uh, let's just say... Oh! One for normal people, people who live in reality, the reality-based people as opposed to the faith-based people. Because after all, and, he, and here's why, and I know I've explained it before, but let me explain it again. Um, when your material is weak and thin, and when the product that you're trying to push can't carry weight on its own merits, all right, then you have to resort to other methods, like force-feeding, presenting it to audiences that really don't want to be presented with it or to the children of people who don't want their children to be presented with it. You certainly have every opportunity to brainwash your own children in your own home. And when they bring that biology book home, you can say that's a pack of lies and don't stop at creation when you deny science. Deny all of it, why don't you? All right? Deny physics because, after all, the Bible explains the rainbow. So the scientific explanation of the rainbow, that has to be false. Right? Right. The rainbow was put in the sky at, by God as he promised that he would not flood the world again. All right? Isn't that what the Bible says? Would you like me to look it up for oh, you? No, you, you don't by the way, to. Acts, you want to start at the beginning when you read the story of Peter and Paul. Not giving the beggar money, but blessing the beggar instead. Acts chapter 3, you should start at the beginning. Peter and John. I said Peter and Paul. I'm sorry. I'm just used to doing that. They hung out so much. But it's Peter and John who are walking out of the city. And it's in uh, verse 6 when Peter says, uh, Silver and gold have I none. I don't want to misquote because this is King James, King James, not new revised standard King James, but the King James version that the guy called up and said, you know, is the word of God and everything. Mm -hmm. The guy that claims that he's read it more than me. Right. Maybe one day he will call back and they'll ask him what he's going to tell God when he's standing in front of God. And God says, so you believe that part about me ordering the death of children and, and human sacrifices? And, and uh, you know, and I ordered my followers to stab women in the womb to make, you know, who are with child to make sure that, you know, the, the child inside their womb got killed too. You believe that stuff? You believe that a perfect being would order the death and the slaughter of women and children because they happen to be, uh, you know, worshipers of another religion? You believe that part? What are you going to say to God when he asks you that? But anyway, chapter, uh, Acts chapter 3, verse 6. Silver and gold have I none, but such as I have give I thee. You understand that sentence right there? Yes. I don't have any gold, but I'm going to give you what I have. Right. I have the blessings of Jesus, so I'm going to pass that along to you. May Jesus bless you. There you go. Oh, that's all you need. All right? As long as you got the blessing. So this holiday season, this Christmas season, when the homeless voice asks you for some of your silver and or gold, Follow the example of Jesus' apostles. 
Don't give them coin. Give them something much more valuable. Give them the blessings of Jesus, which you have the ability to do. That's the, that's the message of that story, as it was preached to me from the pulpit. Because Jesus has laid his blessings upon you, you have the ability to pass it along. So pass them some of that, something much more valuable than silver or gold. QAM, hello. QAM, hello. George. Yeah. May the fun be with you. Hey. Hey, and also with you. <laughs> QAM, hello. Hello. Goodbye. Uh, you know what they reminded me? They showed uh, relatively recently when I saw this, one of those outtake shows. On Family Guy? No, it was just one of these. Uh, I don't know exactly what it was. If somebody remembers seeing this show, please tell me what it was. Not that it really matters. It was one of these, you know, bloopers and things like that. But they were showing bloopers and outtakes from, like, years before, and they showed one from Happy Days. And I don't know if you remember that Fonzie kind of lived with the Cunninghams upstairs above the garage for a while. See, I know the show, but I don't Well, anyway, he did. He lived with the Cunninghams, but he actually rented the room above their garage, all right? And one of the outtakes, they showed uh, Mrs. Cunningham, Richie's mom, mm-hmm. coming out of the room, adjusting her clothes and primping her hair back up with a smile on her face, skipping down the stairs. That was one of those little outtakes that they made as a joke. Okay. And then, like, she blew Fonzie a little kiss as she got to the bottom of the stairs. He wasn't there. It was just her coming out that way, you know, fixing her clothes and adjusting her hair and everything. It was very hysterical. Not the kind of joke that you'd see on the show. QM, hello. 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 I'm so late for the break, but go ahead. Yeah. I'm uh, grandfathering you in, sir. Muy bien, gracias, que vola, que vuelta, sede. Gracias. Listen, yes. this religion thing, okay? I, I, let the religious people live their religious lives. Oh, listen, I, happy to do so. It's them that are messing with us. Exactly. I'm pretty sure that Jesus walked the earth. I just don't think he was the son of God. He may have just been a good guy, a prophet. If you I, live, I'd like to believe that. That's the kind of theory that I work around, just like if, if Gandhi if, and other good people that have exactly, some good things to say. Exactly. And if you believe, and if you believe, and you, pra- I mean, if you practice what what religion says, pretty much without you know leaving the killing the Listen, children out and all that. If the Christians followed, I don't know, half. If they just followed half. What? Don't ram it down my throat. Let me exactly. be. You know, as long as I don't offend you and stink up your house, leave me the hell alone, man. No, they can't do it. Sweet Jesus. Oh, sorry. Because well, that, that's the Jesus didn't tell anybody to ram anything down anybody's throat. But see, the pastors and the preachers, they're they're uh, they're running a business and they need seats in those pews. Exactly. They need acid in those pews. So they're the ones that tell their followers to go out and, and get more followers and do anything that you have to do to bring them in there. They're the ones that tell the people, hey, their blood, your coworkers' blood is on your hands. When you get to heaven, God's going to ask you what that blood is on your hand, and you're going to have to explain that, that it was flow. your coworker that you had a chance to bring to Jesus, but you didn't. We need that flow. Yeah. Take care, brother. Happy Christmas. Take it easy. Merry Christmas. Right. 14 till 12, 560 WQAM. If he came back for Christmas, what would Jesus do? Send Robert Simmons Falwell to hell. If he came back for Christmas, what would Jesus do? Laugh at Bible bangers and send Don Wildman to hell. If he came back for Christmas, what would Jesus do? Buy a pair of shoes, laugh at Bible bangers, and send Rick Santorum to hell. 
If he came back for Christmas, what would Jesus do? Smoke the finest weed, buy a pair of shoes, laugh at Bible bangers, and send Sammy Brown back to hell. If he came back for Christmas, what would Jesus do? Blow through Shivo's tears. Smoke the finest weed, buy a pair of shoes, laugh at Bible bangers, and send Robert Simmons farewell to hell. 10 till 12 on 560 QAM. Here's another, like, I got this, uh, still working on the same one sheet that I've been writing stuff down since the last time I did the show. Because you just never know, Josh. One day you might be in this position. You know that little notebook that I gave you? I mean, that's not going to be enough to do it, but it's a start. You might find yourself having to, you know, talk out your ass for four hours or something, and you're going to wish you'd written some stuff down. Right. Like, you know, you'll be sitting on the can or driving a car, and you're like, oh, you know what? I could kill, uh, like, a good 10-minute segment with this here, uh thing here something i've never really thought about before till recently like we have talked about musicals you know movies that are musicals yeah. uh, they mostly suck yeah. and uh, a little yeah. bit i don't know with few exceptions like rocky horror that's an exception the south park movie rocky horror because it's more like an interactive event you get to dress up and throw i don't think i know what that is throw crap the rocky horror picture show people throw the rice come on now come on now this ain't not like network you know it's, dr frankenfurter like mind warp Let's do the time warp. Uh, is it time warp or mind warp? I don't know, man, it's been so long. I could fire off some of the music here. People dress like the characters, like every Halloween. Yeah? I, I did once, even. Okay. Back then. Yeah, it's a little gay. What are you going to do? Hey, just once in your life, man. Got to let the girls dress you up. I guess you don't have to. Nope. But they'll, they'll, they'll hold you down eventually. Rocky Horror Picture Show. Riff Raff. Frankenfurter. Okay. We we have the DVD. I'll show you, but it's not about the movie. It's about what you do at the movie. This is bizarre. I mean, it's it's like one of these pop culture things. But it's a musical. All right. But it's a comedy and it's a spoof. But musicals suck. Like Moulin Rouge. I agree. They're not my bag. All these things. Not they're pretty much not anybody's bag. I don't know who. I don't know. Somebody's seen them. Somebody's seen them, and they used to make them all the time, but it got me thinking about something else, too, that sucks. Think about this. Band movies, with the exception of, like, Spinal Tap, which is a spoof of a band movie. Movies about bands. Remember Satisfaction with Justine Bateman? There's yeah. this movie with Gina Gershon in it. Remember Eddie and the Cruisers? I do. All right? If you just start thinking about it, just when you're bored, just something to do when you're on the toilet, think about movies about bands. If someone can think of a movie about a band, fake band, not a documentary, right? But a movie about the adventures of a band trying to, trying to get it going, right? Has there been one that didn't just blow? And why do they why do they make another one after the first one? That's what I want to know. I mean, we talk about movies a lot. I don't think we ever we really got into that. Is there a movie about a band that just didn't? Reek. Think about it. Um, okay, I got one, but I can't remember the name of it. All right, describe it. Somebody will know. It's uh, it's on Comedy Central. It has Brendan Fraser, Adam Sandler. Uh, they're in a band. They try to get it going. They, they hijack a radio station. And okay. They have. Uh, I know what you're talking. You know about. what I'm talking. About. I know what you're talking about. That was kind of. I never fun. saw it. It's good. Was it? It was a comedy though, right? Yeah, it was a comedy. Okay. Maybe that's why they hijack a radio station. Maybe that's why I get their, their tape played. 
I see. And it's just Maybe that's Chris Farley's in it. it. Yeah. Okay, because it's a comedy. Yeah. All right, I can see that. That works. Well, I mean, you, a band trying to get it going, that's why I remember. All right, that, but, all right, that counts. But no, you, you got a point. Because uh, they've made... I, I'm sure there are more than I can just think of right off the top of my head. Eddie and the Cruises comes to my and the sequel, for that matter. QAM, hello. George. Yeah. I got one that didn't uh, that didn't totally suck. Sid and Nancy. Uh, but was that about the band or was that about? Yeah, it was, them? Uh, it, it was about. Oh. You know, it was about the Sex Pistols. It was about. That. I, it was about yeah, them. I know. I mean, I know what you mean. It was there, and that was the the backdrop. But it was more about the people. Those those people. Yeah, that's that's true. It told the story of their lives. And, I, and again, I said, like, not a documentary, and even though it was like a mockumentary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a tough You know what one. I mean? You know what yeah. I'm talking about. Like, stuff like Eddie and the Cruisers, where they come up with a band. Because uh, I'm saying that because they tried to do that. That's that's what killed Garth Brooks, is, uh, you know, he, they were going to make a movie about this. Uh, not just a band, but uh, fake artists, for that matter. Right. All right, I got a shameless request. Uh, could you play Walking Around in Women's Underwear? And Merry Christmas, buddy. Merry Christmas. I will uh, remind me. By the way, that movie was called Airheads. Airheads. All right. Saw a piece of it. Should I finish seeing it? Remember my it, Adam you got Sandler? To do. I have a, my yeah. Adam Sandler well, this policy. Is, I, that might have been his real early. I mean, he's not okay. really funny. It's a good, if you're doing All right. nothing, check it out. It's All a right. I'll movie. get really baked. Old school and watch. Pretty good movie. QAM, hello. QAM. Arch. Yeah. How are you? Fine. Good, I got one. I don't know if it falls in the category of a band band movie, but like, uh, you know, the uh, fried chicken, dried white toast for putting the band back together. Oh, the Blues Brothers. Oh, of again, course. No, that was phenomenal. That's. <laughs> no, that was a little bit more than just a band movie. <laughs> First of all, that was a comedy, and the, 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 right. band, the band thing, that was just one of the many things that they were trying to accomplish in that thing. Of course, of course. All right. Anyway, this sort of falls in. No, but this is you can see, we're actually thank you very much because now it's uh, it's sparking. Now we're getting a couple of good suggestions. Now you saw the Blues Brothers, right? Of course, yeah. Okay, okay. <sighs> I can't believe about the Rocky Horror thing. See, it's not. See, I can't just give you the DVD and say here, watch this movie. We have to wait for a show to happen. They usually happen around Halloween, and then we'll go to the Rocky Horror Picture Show, and you get to be a virgin, which means you get to go up on stage and do something. They usually have the virgins do some stuff. It's fun stuff. Okay. I take my daughter. This is what I do. Are you ready for this? I'm ready. All right. Get ready to judge me. Get your judgment stick out. I got it. Unless you're a Christian, in which case you can't. So I take my daughter. and me here. Here's daddy and mommy and daughter taking daughter to the Rocky Horror Picture Show. She's liked it since she was a little kid. They were showing it on cable, and she just thought it was great. Because it is. It's funny. It's camp. It's pure camp. Breaks the camp meter. So she's a virgin. They identify her as a virgin. They take her up on stage. They draw a V on her forehead with a Sharpie. Then they give her a uh, a pie uh, that's made out of, like, you know, it's just the, the tin that a pie goes in with a bunch of Cool Whip in it. Okay. They separate the girl virgins from the boy virgins. They line up the girl virgins on one, in one row, and then opposite them, they line up the guy virgins. They give each of the girls a pie. They gotta lay on their back, put the pie on their crotch, and then the boy virgin has to stick his face in the pie and eat it. And here's mommy and daddy with the cam kudos. Yeah, <laughs> that's parenting in George's house. Two till twelve on five sixty QAM. David coming up at two o'clock. We have Goldie at four, Curtis at seven, Eddie K right after that at ten o'clock. Now when um, Goldie and Howard are uh, following each other like that, has that happened before lately?
No. Are, are they chummy? Do they talk? We talk. Me and Howard. Is that right? We meet each other in the hall. We chit chat. Yeah. What about? Uh, whatever he happens to be uh, talking about that day. U- usually not sports. It, it all depends on what kind of a conversation is going on. I can't remember specifically. Chit chat. Friendly terms. What do you think? Think he gets it? So what do you got in your hand there? <laughs> I got a fax here oh, okay. from Jonathan that says, George, very difficult concept for most people to grasp that we humans are nothing. We are probably really unimportant life forms in the whole scheme of things with equally unimportant lives. So to compensate for this, layer upon layer of hokum have been created to make us feel better about ourselves and our lives. And everyone who believes in their own particular brand of hokum believes that they're right and everyone else is wrong. Amen, brother. And how many different forms of religious beliefs do we have on this planet? And how many of them are right? Hey, they're all right, aren't they? Even the ones that say the other ones aren't. That's they're right. right when they say the, the other guy is wrong. It's all a joke, and the joke has been played on all of us. Hitler said the bigger the lie, the more the people will believe it. How many so-called religious people uh, do we have in the world? I like to believe in two simple concepts. Be nice to people and treat people how you would like to be treated, which is the golden rule, and Jesus said it. He wasn't the first one to say it, but let's just pretend that he was for the sake of the argument because they get really wiggy when you say that Jesus might have borrowed concepts that he heard if he did exist, or maybe the people that wrote about Jesus' legend were using concepts that they heard about. But Never mind. Let's just say that he said it first. That's a good... It's a good philosophy. The golden rule is a good rule. That's what I intend to teach my son, says Jonathan. Have a good one and keep up the good work, you heathen bastard, you Jonathan and Plantation, another heathen bastard. And uh, we're doing all this Christmas hokum at our house, even though everyone's a heathen. Now, the wife's like, and she doesn't like me talking about it, but too bad, honey. She isn't like an atheist like, like Neil. There's nothing, nothing, that's it. See, I'm an agnostic. I don't know. I admit that I don't know. Who knows? See, my image of God, a dude in a lab scientist, like a lab coat, you know, like the scientists wear, mm-hmm. with a jester's hat and a groucho nose. That's my image of God. Think about it. All right? A mad scientist with a sick, weird sense of humor. That's the only thing that will explain men and women. You know what I mean? Like, he, he must be just laughing. My theory of the creation of the universe. In the beginning, there was God, and God was bored. So he said, I'm going to create, you know, a universe, and on a planet, I'm going to create stuff. But the, the star of the show is going to be this race of people. I'm going to create them in two genders. The race will have, these two genders will have to get together, or the race will perish. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to make them as different as any two beings in the universe have ever been. All right? They're not going to agree on anything. But they're going to have to get together, live together, and stay together, or the race dies. And I'm going to program them to want to get together, live together, to be together. But I'm not going to program them to get along with each other. See, I'm like you, and, you know, I'm agnostic. I, I think anybody yeah. to claim that they know what happened is ridiculous. Right. I think everyone should be agnostic. I'm waiting for the person to come up with the right answer, though. Right. Still now, waiting. I have my opinion. Mm-hmm. Theories. We all have our theories. And I, don't, I, I would be agreeing with Neil in that aspect. Yeah. I don't believe in it. Well, I don't think that there is a God. Probably not. Yeah. That's my opinion. So the, the, I don't claim to know that. Someone who... I am agnostic, right. but if my opinion, I believe in evolution. That's just, Right. Well, that's... Know. Who knows? Maybe that's how God did it. See, the thing about these uh, these Jesites is, is that it has to be the way that the Bible said. See, they're right. all... 
See, they're in love with the Bible. They're not in love with God. Mm-hmm. You know, they won't accept the possibility. Maybe there is a God, but the Bible is wrong. Oh, no! Oh, no, 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 no. The Bible is the Word of God, and that's it. Like, there can be no God without the Bible. What if the Bible is wrong? This is one religious theory made up by one group of people that lived in one place and one point in time. All right? Why are they right? Is it a matter of popularity? So when you're standing in front of God, you're going to say, God, I followed the most popular religion on the planet. Well, it's not really, but let's just say that it was. They like to say that it is, so let's just say for that, for the sake of the argument. And God's going to say, what, you think that this was a democracy? You think that access to heaven was based on following the religion that more people liked than the one that the second most popular religion? That's the criteria? Right? What are you going to tell God? You're going to tell God that you believed in a book that promotes the sacrifice of children. I looked up the story of Jephthah and how he sacrificed his daughter because he promised God that he would sacrifice to him the first thing that came out of his house if he would grant him military victory because you know how the Old Testament is all about killing Mm -hmm. your enemies. And so Jephthah, that's J-E-P-H-T-H-A-H. In the book of Judges, do you want to know where it is so you can read about it? I'm all set, thanks. Well, I know you are. Judges chapter 11, read all about Jephthah and his daughter. And he said, God, if you let me, if you grant me victory in this battle, I will give to you the first thing that comes out of my house when I get home. And what do you know? His daughter came out of the house. Now, God up in his heaven could have made the cat come out of the house, right? That, yeah. Right? All powerful. Of course. And God knowing what Jephthah would do if he had his daughter go out first. He could like, hey, pause, make your daughter. Like, like let me push the magic button over here and give her the urge to go take a big dump so that she will be delayed and the cat will come out first or the goat all right knowing what jephthah would do if his daughter came out god lets jephthah's daughter come out she was singing and dancing and wearing bangles and jangles and uh trinkets and so he he sacrificed her and the following verse you were expecting and god was very angry right guess what no and it became a big celebration, and, you know, and the, the women of Israel commemorate the sacrifice that Jephthah's daughter made by, I don't know. It goes on. Read all about it. Don't take my word for it. So you're standing in front of God there on Judgment Day, and God says, you know, you really believe that I would have one of my followers kill their own child? Because they opened up a stupid mouth. You really believe that that's what I'm all about? You really believe that I would tell my followers to, to wipe these people out and to kill every man, woman, and child and the goats too? You really believe that? Well, yeah, of course I believe that. It was in your book. And God's going to say, well, who told you it was my book? Oh, uh, Jaime Schmendrick, Bill Jones. He wouldn't lie. You know what I mean? I know what you mean. I mean, uh, if, if, if let's say that there is a God and there is a heaven and a way to get into heaven... I guarantee you this, and, and here's a statement. If I'm wrong, I'll give you a double your money back. If I'm wrong, may God strike me dead now and throw me into hell. That that book will do more to keep you out of heaven than it will to get you into heaven. All right? Common sense, which God gave you, will get you into heaven sooner than reading that book of uh, baby murder and using the examples in that book. Now, Jesus' message, great stuff. Not so much the stuff about divorce and everything, but the stuff about being nice. Let's pretend that was all revolutionary. Great stuff, that, right? Turn the other cheek. 
If someone will sue you for your cloak, give him your shirt also. If someone compels you to walk with him a mile, walk with him too. Judge not that ye be not judged. Those kinds of statements. Great stuff, right? Right. Great guide. Let's say good chance of getting you into heaven if you follow that stuff. Well, where are those people that are doing those things? Because everyone that I hear, every time that I hear someone proclaim themselves a Christian, get Margaret ready. Every time I hear somebody proclaim themselves a Christian, they're doing the opposite of all of those things. Every time I see somebody having a problem with something that other people are doing, which is none of their freaking business, and, and Jesus told them not to judge other people, it's, it's someone who's calling themselves a Christian. What's Margaret got to say about it? She's not a Christian! I got a fax over here. George talking about the controlling Christians. What about Margaret Perrin, the Chrysler, the Chrysler from hell from uh, Trading Spouses? I'm a God warrior! I will give Margaret this, besides that she's fat. She was honest. At least she was honest. What? She's not a fence rider. She's honest. She told everyone what she thought. Yes, it is, Margaret. But not you, honey. Every ounce of you is godly. Yes, yes! 1212 on 560 WQAM. Hey, when you're shopping for shoes, comfort, and fit, that's what it's all about. And value, of course, too. Everybody wants to save a few bucks. And that's why you want to do your shoe shopping always at Brandy Shoes in Pompano Beach for the most comfortable fit in your favorite style of shoes and the top brands we're talking about. Not some off-brand that nobody ever heard of before. We're talking about the best brands like Rockport, Florsheim, Echo, New Balance, Mephisto, SAS, all the top names in the business. And Brandy's professional shoe fitters will make sure you have a customized fit of your comfort shoe every time. Just ask for Arnie. He'll take dang good care of you. The pros at Brandy's understand fit and comfort and even specialize in wide widths as well for those of you with really big, fat, grotesque feet. Brandy's is worth a trip from just about anywhere for comfort, style, fit, value, and selection. Always think. Of Brandy Shoes, 1290 North Federal Highway in Pompano Beach. They're open daily Monday through Saturday till 9, every Sunday till 5. And this week is a stupendous time for savings at Brandy's because take an extra 20% off on selected men's and women's styles. Shoes from SAS, Naturalizer, Floorsharm, Sperry, and Rockport Stew. So be sure to get in Brandy's this week or do your shoe shopping on their website at brandyshoes.com. This is Neil Rogers. This is 560 QAM. Ah! I am here, and you are... Damn it, I can't say it anymore. They took that for me. Thanks in no small part to that guy, a midday show guy. Who, Boca? Yeah, yeah, that's the guy. Whoever the hell that is. You met him. I did, did, did. Yes, out in the hallway. I don't know whoever, whatever it was. Let's take some calls, then, shall we? Prestigious uh, Bug Collier City. Hello. Yeah, hi, Mom. Yeah, yeah, what do you know? What is that? When are people going to realize this? This is a sports show and nothing else. Absolutely. Nothing exists outside the gay world of sports. Yeah, and by the way, some. They paid me to ogle and admire men. This here is a show for men. About men. Like the smelly bears and chaps. You stole the pizza? Huh? You stole the pizza? I did not take no pizza. You stole the pizza? <laughs> don't be ridiculous. <laughs> you stole the pizza? I don't know what you're talking about. Stole the pizza? I didn't steal no pizza. Stole the pizza? No, I did not steal no pizza. Stole the pizza? Now see here. 
I ain't no pie burglar. Stole the pizza? I did not steal the pizza. Stole the pizza. I only had one slice. Well, okay. So it was a whole pie. Who cares? Those bums had no power. I was hungry. I sacrificed a lot, too, you know. There was no Dr. Brown's. Just don't taste the same without the Dr. Brown's. Uh, screw this. And that Murrow once said, good night and kiss my ass. All right. 1218 on 560 WQM. I, uh... uh... Thank you and curse you both to the person who's sending me this four-page, before I stopped it, facts, uh, the critique of the book of Pandas and People. Have you heard of this book? No. It's the, um, it's the book that the intelligent design people are passing around. It's the latest one, I should say. It claims to be an objective look at the theory of evolution, which, of course, it's not. It's a, it's a shred job based on a whole bunch of hokum based on half-truths and misrepresentation of science and the, and the fossil record. And I don't, you know, I appreciate this, but I don't need to waste four facts pages on it. Uh, I know as much as I need to know about it. When the book came out, you know, I read the little synopsis of it, and I go, oh, here we go with another one, you know, because I read like two, and I went to two different lectures by two different people. This is one I wanted to believe, and I was getting uh, into arguments with people who were taking me to task for, for my beliefs, so I wanted some ammunition. So I started, you know, reading. In those days, I read. You know, it didn't make my eyes hurt. Think I need glasses? No, I'm just lazy no, and good, I yeah. just, uh, hate reading. Uh, but all of their arguments are based on, well, first of all, all of their arguments are based on taking shots at, at the other people's evidence. They don't have any of their own. Um, and I could spend a long time, and I won't, talking about how they do that. It's just like word-twisting games. But the other thing that they do is they just, they just come out and lie. They say, biologists say that, blah, 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 and they're just misquoting the science, the science of the day, the science of the time, just, just flat out falsely, which shouldn't surprise you because clergymen are evil thieves, all right? And this is their business, and anything that comes into conflict with their ability to make money and their absolute control over the minds of their parishioners, they will object to, and they have objected to pretty much everything, everything new that ever came down the pike, whatever it was. Even if it was a good social concept like democracy, uh, the railroad, potatoes, coffee, you name it. These are things that the church objected to. You know, because they don't want anybody having anything from anywhere except what, you know, come to us and we'll give you. We'll give you healing. So they always objected and fought medical science persecuted them, had them burned at the stake and tortured people that, that had the nerve to cut into dead human bodies to find out what's going on in there so that they could help people who are still alive, had them branded as Satanists, etc. and so on, all, all, everything, you name it. People who were pro-democracy, this is back during the American Revolution and, and other revolutions, uh, the, the, the divine right of kings, this political system was established by God, and by saying that you don't want to follow a king, you're saying that you don't want to follow God and God's structure. Whatever it was. Anything good. Anything that didn't come from them. They condemned it. Come to us for healing. Come to us for your questions about the cosmos. Yeah, but, you know, your story about the cosmos is kind of, I don't know, stupid. So I'm going to dig up some fossils and see what I can learn from observation. Oh, no! You're the devil. So I don't need to read the critique of the panda book. I've, I've read other similar books. It's just wordplay. They, they use 
to argue the same thing that they used to convince you of their hokum in the first place. Fanciful stories, well told by a good storyteller. All right? Gets you all excited. You make an emotional decision. All right? That's how they argue all their points. Well, if this is that, then that and that. That's got nothing to do with the fact that you can't produce any evidence to prove your point. And the only thing that you can do is take shots at the other people's evidence. And this is what we teach in school, by the way, for the people that say, well, what's wrong with just presenting alternative theories and this and that? It's like there's nothing wrong with presenting alternative theories, but in science class we teach things that are observed, all right? You send your child to school so that they can learn what people know about stuff, all right? We have the ability to tell our children whatever story we want at home, but we send them to school to find out about stuff we know not stories we heard. That's the difference. QAM, hello. Goodbye. QAM, hello. Hello. Dunk. QAM, hello. Hello. Uh-huh. Ah. QAM, hello. Hello? Hello. Hey, George. What's up? Hey, I got two things. Uh, regarding the band movies, uh, Spinal Tap, man. I mentioned that right in the opening tirade. I mean, outside of Spinal Tap and spoofs like that, because Spinal Tap was great. These, yeah, go, sort these of a, go to 11, by the way. Uh, what's that? These go to 11. Oh, okay. And then um, regarding the, uh, if there's any historical writings that Jesus Christ existed, yes. in, my, in my own research, because I'm sort of in a similar spot where you were a while back, just, you know, trying to seek and, and, and research and study. Yeah, like, get, the, the only get into the real that, Jesus. Right. The only thing I could recall is there was a man named Josephus who had yeah, some writing. Yeah, and that's, that's been conflicted. I mean, uh, there, there are people that say that that was uh, all made up hokum and, and say that they have the proof that it was all made up hokum, so, but still. He was supposed to have, when he lived, was supposed to have correlated to when allegedly Jesus lived, and... According to his writings, he says there wasn't a man named Jesus Christ who actually lived, but, you know, as far as who he actually was, you know, right. from what religious people think. Like that's but, as close as we can get. Exactly. That, that's that, about as close it's just like the King Arthur stuff. There was a guy that lived in this time, and he said some things and did some things, and we think that might have been Jesus. Right on. All right. Have a good one. Take it easy. Now, I should get some uh, Josephus book just to, uh, to put it to rest in my own mind, because people think that that was all a bunch of hokum, too. QAM, hello. Hello. Hello? Yeah. Oh, can you hear me? I'm on the cell. I can hear you fine. Hey, my name is Jennifer. I think it's a great discussion you're having. Hi, Jennifer. Can it? What's up? I said I hear, I'm hearing a great discussion. Can yeah, I join it? Yeah, I agree. It? What do you got for us? Well, I just wanted two things. They were talking about uh, Ben Reno and uh, Bert Favre a little bit ago and how they seemed to slow down, which they did, I think, but I don't think that... I think that part of the problem was that they didn't have the material around them to continue doing as, as strong uh, performances as they originally had. Okay. That's one of the reasons there was a slowdown, part of the reason. That's okay. my opinion. All right. And then about the current discussion about um, whatever this thing they call... Uh, uh, with this new creation idea that they Yeah, yeah intelligent design versus... Uh, oh, you know. that's it. I couldn't think of intelligent design. My God, if, if God was... If they were blaming God on intelligent design, he's got much more intelligence than to design what they have. Yeah, that's a very good point. So, I don't know, but who am I talking to? This is George. 
Oh, you're on the we're on the phone. We're we're on the radio right now. That's right. Oh, good grief! I didn't know that. Oh, we don't do rehearsals on this show. I'm driving and I couldn't hear. I think that there's a lot more to it than that. You know, and uh, of course, it's been a long time since I was in elementary school. We used to call it grammar school. Right. And also um, in high school, the subjects that we that we learned in uh, the science, botany, and uh, you know, uh, animals, all everything about humans. Birds and bees. It's all based on what is visible to the human experience. Right on. Except they try to make spirit, which is entirely opposite of matter, mm -hmm. responsible uh -huh. for all the things that matter is doing, or mortal that man is doing. And there's a difference, and you cannot, you can't, you can't blend them. No. Nope. They're opposites to each other. So I mean, people, have, people and, have tried. Oh, they try. Uh, the clergy. Hello, are you there? Oh, yeah, that was my blunder. Sorry, go ahead. The clergy, for generations and thousands of years, have been trying to um, make man in the image of, make God in the image of man. And the real way is to try to work, to grow, be more in the image of God if you understand God to be good. All right. There's the whole theory there. Amen, sister. I'm sorry? I said, have a, have a nice day. Thanks for calling. You too, George. It's a pleasure to talk with you in person. I was quite frequently. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Any idea? I want to go home now. <laughs> Me too. But we can't. 1227 on 560 QAM. Shopping hell, shopping way too late. Oh, the crap I have to buy with Christmas days away. Shopping hell, shopping hell, shopping way too late. In a rush to get it done, so get out of my way. Dashing through the mall with one mission today. I am desperate to buy anything on display. Hit those bargain bins, look for the cheapest price. Who cares if they don't like that gift unwrapping it tonight? Oh, shopping hell, shopping hell, shopping way too late. Oh, what crap I have to buy with Christmas days away. Shopping hell, shopping hell, shopping way too late. In a rush to get it done, so get out of my way. Yeah. Oh, I finally got my little chat thing working, and Boca Brian's in there, so maybe I can just do this on the air. I can't can't do the lunch today, Brian. I uh, got to put it off one more day, if for no other reason. And I have several. I, I got to get one more day of shopping in before I see Boca Brian. I gotta I gotta update upgrade uh, his present. Now let me ask you a question. Like you have a lot of people to buy for. Um, yeah, thanks. Thank like more than uh, more like ten. Does that sound about right? Uh, more, maybe, really? yeah. Okay, never mind. That. I mean, I get some yeah, stuff for... Yeah, I was just going to ask, like, I, I, you know, I was going to see if it's not possible for you to get it done in, like, a day. No. No. No, I've been, I've been working on it since the beginning of the month, actually. I got a little combinations of mail orders, some drive-bys. Okay. And, and then some actual, like, I hit Best Buy yesterday. I think I might have to go back. That was you who did the drive-by? Dude, that was me. Best Buy was nutty. I had to park, like, in the field... Well, the lines in Best Buy when it's not Christmas season right. are bad enough. Actually, so. and they were doing the right thing because you know how normally you can't get any, even get any help there? And I don't want, you know, they're going to, oh, you're ripping Best Buy. Best Buy is my favorite store bar none. All right, let me just 
throw that disclaimer out there. I'm a member of the Rewards Club, for crying out loud. I was cashing in two freaking coupons because I spent so much money there. And I love going to Best Buy. But I know that they get those low, low prices going by not paying anybody anything. <laughs> All right? And don't get me started on the Geek Squad either. Those commercials are, are great place humorous. to take your computer to be fixed as long as you know what's wrong with it and have already purchased the part that they need to replace that you may or may not know that they need to replace it, or otherwise you're going to be driving all around town to help them fix your computer. But they're great. All right? They're spectacular. So I go there, and they actually had a lady doing, uh, I don't even know what you call it. She was doing the cashier jockeying. She was kind of like maitre d'in for the cashiers. She was standing at the front of the line. You know how they make you go through that? They got a little line area, like a little corridor roped yeah. off there for you to stand in line in. Yeah. And they had a lady there at the front of it eyeballing the cashiers waiting for, you know, she was eyeballing them for somebody to be wrapping up their purchase. And then she would, like, say, you, register 10. You, register 5. Just like that, like keeping it going. And I got in and out, you know, lickety split. I'm not going to go into too many details because I don't want to tip people off of what I was uh what I was buying there. But, like, I already went some, did some shopping, and I got something for Boca Brian, and I'm reviewing some stuff yesterday and going through some stuff, and I look at what I got for Brian, and, uh, and I'm like, eh, this, this sucks. Was that, that the reaction? Some, yeah, that was Afterwards? my reaction. I'm like, no, like, what am I thinking? This is lame. I'm going to give this to somebody else, like, like my friend Oedipus or something, you know. This sucks. I need, a, I need to upgrade Boca Brian, because I, I value Boca Brian. You know, not just because... I'll get Mo Howard David bits. So we'll have to put off our lunch today, Brian, because I, I just need one more day before I see you. And I know what he's going to say. Oh, no, you don't have to get me. It's like, hey, you know me. You're not going to stop me. I'm cashing in every karmic opportunity I have, especially this year. Good God help me. So I need one more day, Brian. We'll have to postpone our regular lunch where we sit and scheme about how best to embarrass Howard David again. All right, we'll just have to put that one off, uh, you know, until tomorrow. And hopefully we'll come up with something good by then. QAM, hello. Hey, George. How are you? Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. <laughs> hey, you know, as you do is look at the news and you see all this Orwellian doublespeak between the uh, Patriot Act and Homeland oh. Security. Well, it's, it's, it's like a comedy act. It's kind of like watching a vaudeville tap dancer and, you know, tap dance and juggle at the same time. Because he's throwing this stuff out here, and, and it's, uh, it's so obvious that he's one of these faith-based people. Because he's throwing things out that make no sense. Because everybody's asking him, well, could you please cite the law or the section that gives you the authority to do this? I'm the commander-in-chief. Well, yeah, but we understand that. But, see, that has a definition, and the powers that the commander-in-chief has are defined. Could you please tell us where in your job description it gives you? But we're at war. I'm the commander-in-chief during wartime. Yeah, we, no, we know that. But you need to be able to cite some sort of a law because we have checks and balances, and we have a procedure in place and a court specifically set up to grant warrants for these kinds of activities, why didn't you go to that court? Shut up! Why do you hate America? That's why. <laughs> it's just a GD piece of paper anyway. That's right. Hey, I, I, know, I got a great... And you know, because they had it on the news, the, 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 that court that is in charge of those things, last year, or, or since, what, since it was set up out of the 4,000 and a half or almost requests for warrants, it turned down four. All right, so it's not like uh, this is an impediment 
and I saw they're so flexible, you can even go back to them retroactively if it's right. such an emergency. Right. That's, oh, granted, that's how much they just want to Absolutely. keep Absolutely, but obviously they're spying on political opponents, people they just don't like. They're digging up dirt on everybody that they don't like, and they, they don't want you to know what they're doing or who they're doing it to. If you're not a friend of the wizard, you're in trouble. Yes, you are. So, uh, a great movie, though, about a band. Oh, Almost good. Famous. Almost, Almost Famous by Cameron Crowe. Oh, oh. Kate Hudson. Uh, yeah, Nada. I didn't like that movie. All right. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. Well, it's better than that. That's, that's the movie that. that made me hate Kate Hudson. <laughs> well, that's not too hard. <laughs> but, uh-huh. Hey, I sent you a copy of uh, Crash. You should get it to station. Oh, uh, spectacular. Enjoy. Thank you so much. Now all we have to do is work on, uh, what was it for you? Omega Man. I don't even know if they have it out on DVD. It's one of those movies. might still be VHS. And also, mm-hmm. since we have, you know, let's take, you know, advantage of the fact that we got, we got the show to exploit for our own personal gain here, That's Josh. Right. I want to find you a VCR cheap. If someone knows where they're selling cheap VCRs, I want to buy one for Josh. I don't like you enough to get you a VCR-DVD combo. Well, actually, let me rephrase that. I do like you enough, but that's out of my mind. Don't worry. Don't Uh, worry. You know, Um, I don't, like, you know, this is, it's not even more like, you know, I could borrow this. Yeah, yeah, you could. You know, I mean, I don't have any tapes at this point. I know. Except Star Wars. That's all I have on tape. Star Wars? What's that? (laughs) The original. Oh, that's the only one worth it. And I don't have, I can't watch them if I wanted to. So. You know, what's George Lucas going to say to God? <laughs> Wouldn't you like to be a fly on the wall for that conversation? When God's confronting him with uh, with that? When God says to George Lucas, Han, shooting second? Greedo, shooting first? What are you thinking? QAM, hello. QAM, hello. QAM, hello. George? Hello. Hey, George. How are you? How you doing? Just fine. Hey, I was wondering if you could help me out with something. This time of year, there always seems to be, like, these women dressed like nurses but are maybe Asian or Filipino out there begging for money. Who are right. these women? Uh, they belong to a cult. Uh, don't give them any money. Don't give them money? No. But it's okay. so official. It's a religious group, and don't give them any money. Okay. All right. All right, well, I don't care what they're dressed in or what they say the money is going to. Here's my policy with regards to beggars. Don't give them any money. But they're in uniform from oh, head to Oh, then that helps make them legit. Don't give them any money. Give them, give them what Jesus' apostles gave to the lame beggar <laughs> in Acts. All right? Give them the blessings of Jesus. Pass Jesus' blessing along. He gave it to you. You pass it right along to them. You know, right. George, I, I will do that. And also, I got you on the phone. I emailed you something earlier. I just you got to look at this guy's website. It's uh, the Bible Answer Man, okay? Okay. He translates everything literally from the Bible, and everything is the truth. You cannot stump him. He is on the air. I used to live in Colorado. Ooh, what a it fun cracked, guy. It cracked me up. People would have specific questions, and he would quote verse. And All right. I need so, to check that out. Check where did, it out. Where did Cain get his wife? I don't know. I don't know. I'll ask the Bible answer man. He will know. All right. Thanks, George. Take it easy. Now, there's a guy that probably spends more time reading the Bible than I do. You know what's funny about going back and reading the Bible again? It's the same. Yeah. Yeah. QAM, hello. Hello. Hello, George. Yo, yo. Yo, George, you need to check out this documentary. It's called Hated. It's a story about G.G. Allen. You need to. Story about who? G.G. Allen. 
Gigi Allen? Is that yeah, the guy, the the, the 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 hardcore rocker who does a lot of things? Yeah. Like uh, yeah, it's I got not it. hated. You're gonna crap your pants. Um, I think a, uh, I think Adele, one of our listeners who has a website, uh, Feast of Hate and Fear. I think he sent me that, and I saw it. Did you like it? He's a, he's a fun guy. I'd like to have him at a party. <laughs> All right. I don't want a front row seat at one of his shows, mind you. I want to get because I don't want him tossing tossing any of those butt marshmallows at me. But uh, I'd like a back row seat at one of his shows. All right. All right. Later. The show. He does these shows, he comes out naked. He does the, the hardest core, uh, like, death metal that you can imagine. And then in, in one of the shows, he was, um, how can we put this delicately? You can't. He was inserting marshmallows and then deserting them and throwing them into the crowd. How's that? Yeah, back row. Yeah, back row. I'm With thinking. Binoculars. QAM, hello. Hello. George. Yeah. What's going on? I got a few points for you based all on right. what you've been talking about. First of all, you're on fire, my man. Start pointing. Uh, you're on fire. You sound what do you awesome. know? Great Who asked show. you? Um, I want to start off with the religion point. Did you ever hear of a theory called theistic evolution? Yeah, if, it, if it's what I think it is, and that's that God made everything, but that's how he did it. Exactly. He right. started the sure. whole thing. Bang, What's wrong with that? Left it alone. As a matter of fact, if God is going to create a universe, how else except to, uh, I want this to exist. There it is. Right. Uh, next point, the uh, Rocky Horror Picture Show. Yeah. yeah. I believe it's showing every Saturday night at Flippers Theater, movie theater. Off, uh, you know, I um, think you're right. The daughter was going to that frequently for a while. Tapped in University. I'll have Center. her take Josh. Definitely. And, and his girlfriend. <laughs> uh, next part, uh, shopping sucks. I'm totally oh, yeah. that. I, I love the internet. I got at least half of it all done online. I've got to pick up the wife stuff, and uh, at Best Buy, thankfully. I yeah. too am a reward card member. It's it's the best. I love that store. I could really hurt my my whole uh, life in that store. I do that all the time. I gotta put blinders on when I go in there. What's up, man? And uh, the band movie. No, uh, one thing I saw was um, Light of Day with Joan Jett and Michael J. Fox. Oh. Kind of campy, kind of cheesy. But thank but you for that. I cool. forgot all about that one. We can put that on another list of things that shouldn't have happened. Yeah. <laughs> Well, check it out, my man. All right. Later on. Take it easy. I saw that one. Yeah. That was, I, you know, I really tried hard to talk myself into Joan Jett is sexy. Never quite got there, did you? Remember her video for Do You Want to Touch Me? Where she's flashing, she's wearing that little bikini, she flashes, yeah. and you're like, ooh, ah, Joan, I, you know, I had a better time with my fantasies before I saw that. Yikes. What the hell is that? Is that a chick? <laughs> What's going on? I, mean, I don't know. Are there boobs there, Joan? I mean, that was a pretty fast flash. I don't know. I don't know. It was in slow motion, too, but still, I don't know. Remember that? You remember that video? A little bit. Do you want to touch? Ah! And you went, <laughs> ah! Ow! Joan! I've been wanting to see you naked for a long time, and uh, now I kind of wish I hadn't. 16 till 1 on 560 QAM. Christmas is here. Merry, 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 merry
every hunt. Dark here the bells, sweet silver bells, all seem to say, Ding dong and clank. On on they said, on without end, their joyful tongue to every home. Ding dong, ding dong. Love until 1, 560 QAM. Okay. Think Boca Brian was listening to that last. Uh, I can't make lunch today, uh, Brian. I tried to type it in the little box here just now. Uh, I should have done it sooner, but I had to go to the bathroom. He'll be waiting for you at the diner, which I have to do a lot because when you're um, and write this down for the future, for like when you do the show, should we both die? Uh, you go through a lot of water because you're talking a lot, and so when you go through a lot of water, guess what? You go through a lot of water. Not that that whole uh, pseudoephedrine isn't helping out too. Want one of those? I'm only on one today. Yeah, yeah. Why I mean, not? I don't have the numb nose or anything like that. I, I actually only had one more swig left on the Formula 44D. I want just enough to get a little lightheaded. I'll give you two. Crush them up and snort them. We never did get an answer to that. Has anybody tried that? You know, if I were to ask the question, and we even I didn't even have to ask the one time. Remember talking about stupid things that kids smoke? Remember that whole conversation, like oatmeal and banana peels and whatnot, and you did wow. the banana peels? No, I didn't. Oh, somebody. Did you do the oatmeal? No, I, I told you the first thing that I ever smoked was uh, tea. Oh, tea. Okay. Orange spiced tea. Stories from here to eternity. Tastes really good. About, yeah, did it. Well, kind of a buzz. Any? Just no, a headache. It, just, uh, it was just a taste thing, really. So we could bring that up, and there'll be all kinds of people calling. But what about, uh, you know... Did you, anyone ever snort these uh, Sudafeds? I know we got the answer yesterday, apparently, and I didn't know. I guess I did, but I forgot. I didn't write it down. Isn't that how it works when you're not interested in the formula for um, crystal meth? <laughs> yeah, I didn't write that down. Well, what's the recipe against how many pseudoephedrines do I have to uh, dissolve in what kind of acid now? But I guess that's right. I remember that that was exactly, it was Sudafed, that everyone was all up in arms, and they were making sure that uh, they kept it behind the counter and not in front of the counter, and uh, the kids were coming in buying boxes of it, and remember that, all that stuff that was yeah. going on? But I'm just wondering if you could just crush this stuff up and snort it, because I was getting numb nose yesterday just from the one, plus the, I guess, I don't know, half a bottle of Formula 44D. That could do it, too. Well, the, the alcohol... I guess we'll numb your nose and your teeth a little bit. Great combo. Yeah. Don't tease. QAM, hello. Hello. G.G. Allen's been dead for over ten years. Time to walk in with it, George. Aw, oh, damn it. Did he kill himself? Because they know he was going to... He died him. in a pool of blood after a heroin overdose. So he never did kill himself in concert like he said he was going to. It was right after a concert. Well, I guess close, but nevertheless... Oh, uh, too yeah, bad. I buy, newspaper from the, I buy a newspaper from those uh, homeless guys every day. They do a great service. I'll bet. What service is that? They're providing me a newspaper. I see. Peace, man. Bye. Those aren't the people we're talking about. We're not talking about the newspaper vendors. Yeah, I mean, I understand people who grab, like, a sentinel on the way yeah, to work or something. That's all fine, although I will say, because if, if, the homeless voice people, they have a little bit of a fake pamphlet that they pretend that they're distributing is that right? for their money. Well, that's how they get around with it. So, see, some cities try to pass these no panhandling ordinances, but that doesn't apply to people who are vending on the street, like the newspaper vendors. So they just, oh, we got a pamphlet. We just took a piece of paper and folded it in half, and we're vending now, see. Great. So if that's what has to happen to get these people off the street, is to get the newspaper vendors off the street too, then so be it. I don't think any of us are having trouble finding newspapers. Are you? Well, I, I read online. 
Right. Um, but I mean, how many newspaper options are there? And and or or all of the rest of the stuff that they sell to you from your uh, from the curb there, water, M and M's, churros, whatever. Those little those little grape things. Things. Yeah. yeah. The the half peeled. Still haven't eaten one of those. By no. Way. Hey, we're come on. Whatever those things are, let's go through that again. Kill an entire show. What are they? And why hasn't anybody brought any by so that Josh can uh, can have some? Or me? I don't think I've had them. I, are they not grapes? Are they lychee nuts? That's what they were. They were some sort of a strain of like a lychee nut thing. And I hear that they taste like boogers, but they're sweet. Yes, sweet boogers. Let's do it. Come on, man. You never know when you might find your way onto Fear Factor. This is just conditioning. QM, hello. George? Yes. How are you, babe? Fine. How are you? Okay. Listen. To I will you, listen. You were saying about uh, who married Cain? Cain traveled east. To the and, land of Nod. And married right. an ape. That's where you get the uh, black folk. Uh, All right. Thank you very much. Yeah, I heard that story. QAM, hello. 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 Hey, how you doing? All right. How are you? Good. Uh, I got a little uh, comment I'm going to add to the uh, Pen of People book. Uh, actually, that book that's been passed around, they, they, it was originally around when the whole creation thing, creationism thing was uh, going on in the 80s. And the one that's published now, they just literally changed the word creationism to intelligent design. So Right, no, like, they're just repackaging it. Exactly. I know. And, and, but, but the fact is that these people are trying to introduce it to everyone else as if it's a new thing. Come on. Well, first of all, these people are scamsters, and so this is all they do all day long, year after year, is, is scam and come up with new ways to scam and come up with new ways to repackage the same old product, which is just, here's the way life is, take my word for it. Yeah. yeah that's their product. Exactly. So I mean, anybody who has half a brain should know that, you know, <laughs> it's, it's religious. I mean... You have to have a of, of course, faith. and and they're not they're not really presenting anything. All they're saying is no, that's not it. In other words, all of their so-called curriculum and all of their so-called whatever it is that they're offering, they're not offering you any information no. outside of mythology. But what they are doing is saying, you know, that science that you've been hearing about, uh, uh-uh, that's wrong. Yeah, I'm that's all they're up. saying. Oh, what you just heard, that's wrong. Yeah, yeah. I, I say uh, screw uh, intelligent design and let's bring in the uh, flying spaghetti monster. I mean, that guy is the way to go. There you go. Yeah. There's a flying right. spaghetti monster? Yeah, the flying spaghetti monster. Never heard of that? Look out. No. <laughs> yeah, there was this uh, guy out in Kansas who uh, got upset about the uh, the school board uh, taking uh, putting intelligence design into the, to the school district that he uh, uh, filed a lawsuit saying that the intelligence design is wrong. Yeah, I believe that there's a flying spaghetti monster. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's real. Look it up. It's a big thing on the net. Flying is, spaghetti monster. Is there a picture of it? Yeah, there's a picture of it, too. It's a ball of spaghetti with two meatballs <laughs> and I just flying around. All right. Yeah. Good Great. Here. That's the monster that doesn't eat you, but you can eat it. QAM, hello. George. Yes. Two questions and a statement. Okay, I'm glad you're telling me up front. When did Mr. Garrison become Mrs. Garrison? Uh, last season sometime, right? Why? He had a sex change sex because change. he realized that he was a woman on the inside. It was, a, it was a big issue. It was a whole big to-do, and uh, Kyle's dad became a dolphin for a little while. You, you have to see it. It explains a lot. More than I can go through here. Okay, now a statement, and then I have a question. Sure. You, I don't want you to be a liar anymore because you're telling Josh you're going to take him to Rocky Horror. No, no, no. I'm not going to take him, my daughter. Oh, but. because I was going to say, you know your wife's not going to let you go. My, no, I'm not allowed to have any fun, no. You're not allowed no, to have my, any fun. My daughter is, though. And then the third question... Tonight's tonight. Who's the carver, George? 
Are we going to find out tonight? I, yeah. I don't know who it is. I say it's a chick. I don't know. I don't know. Hey, I how about know. this? How about this? What's her name? The Carver is, what's her name? Not the crazy blonde, but the other crazy nymphomaniac that, uh, that has AIDS. The one AIDS that had the black child. Right, and who supposedly has AIDS. Uh, yeah, her. That's what a lot of people are saying. By the way, does Christian have sex with any woman who isn't crazy? No. Apparently not. All right, dude. What did you get your mom for Christmas? Dude, don't get me started, man. She's in the hospital right now with a fractured neck. You know what that means? Things I got to nope. put up with her. Oh, my God. All right, oh, she's in heaven. Holiday, she's in heaven. People have to cater to her. And Which, by her. the way, I mean, you, ne- you know. She never did mention that. She got in an accident yesterday. in North Florida. It's a short story. I went down there on Sunday. She was completely knocked out. You know, the nurse is like, oh, you must be the young." I had two words out of my mouth. Oh, you must be the youngest. I heard about you. The nurse. You and your sister. I'm like, yeah, she's talking smack. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And I said, I, I don't doubt it. I weep for you because you actually have to pay attention. You're paid. It's your job to cater to this evil wench, this evil woman. She's in heaven right now. She has a pain that's undeniable. She has a pain that can be verified. Well, I, did you just say she broke? It's a fracture. She's got a little bit of a fracture on her neck there. The yahoos at the St. Augustine Hospital, Flagler Hospital in St. Augustine, released her and said, oh, you're fine, bitch. Get the hell out of here. They're probably just tired of her wailing ass. And so, you know, they bring her down here, and her neck still hurts, so they take her over to the hospital and uh, do an x-ray, and she's got, like, a little micro-fracture or something like that. She's got a pain in the neck. Yes, you know you know the line. She's gone from being a pain in the neck to having a pain in the neck. And now we have to humor her. Yeah, and I went down there on Sunday. Like, I'm, you think she's at Jackson now. She's actually, like, in the complex somewhere. I'm not going to say exactly where. You think I'm going to go down there on a weekday and fight traffic all the way back upstream after the show? To what? To do what? To listen to her wail at me? To be a captive audience in there? I have a neck fracture, so now I'm really going to let you have it. Hey, at least she came from over. It was a very pleasant visit on Sunday. She was knocked out. I stood there in front of her dead. In front of her dead. Ooh, was that a Freudian slip? Sorry, ma. I sat there in front of her bed and uh, looked at her, and, uh, you know, she's got her neck in a brace. Talked to the very nice and very miserable nurse that has to uh, deal with her. And then uh, we skedaddled. We, uh, we left Jesus' blessings with her, though. It's 1 o'clock on 560 WQAM. Hello, I'm Dick Hunt, president of the American Family Association. Oops, wrong bit. Really, really wrong.
on WQAM. There's that waitress's song I was talking about early that I just, uh, it was on the comedy site. Have you ever heard that before? Yes. You had? I had. Really? I haven't. 
Really? Really. So Pretty there's there's you got one on me. By the way, you know the Spanish soap operas. The wife makes me watch. Well, she doesn't make me watch, but like I'll take you know time off and I'll be home mm-hmm. during soap opera days. I can't remember the first or last time I saw a cat fight like this on one of those uh, English language soap operas. Dirt in the face and everything, and there go the underwear. I mean, look at that. And this this is what they're opening with. Our favorite soap I mean, opera. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Well, people want to see. When we do, uh, and I want to do it on cable. And our programming for the cable channel, this is a fantasy. George and Josh's fantasy cable channel. We're going to copy a lot of the Spanish language programming, but we're going to take it up a notch where it should be, where it wants to be. Right. You know it wants to go there. Yes, I they're, do. They're just they're right on the verge. I want got, it to go there. They got that whole Catholicism just holding them back, you know? You can feel the breast just, just bursting against the shirt screaming to get out and and the pope is holding them back in because you know he hates breasts yeah and everything else and we've stated that you know the soap opera that we could make better and don't forget about the talk show right the talk show we could and the variety show we got three shows already on slate we got a soap opera a variety show with singing and dancing right right and a talk show and then maybe we could we could come up with a really good reality show oh i mean that you know so many because they're cheap. So a lot of ideas there. Like, one, for starters, radio. The radio reality show. Just put a whole bunch of cameras up in here. People wouldn't believe it. They would accuse us of staging stuff. Right? Like yeah. that scene this morning with the coach and Todd. Do you think anybody would have believed that? If, they, if, if, if anyone saw Todd bouncing around, I'm talking bouncing <laughs> Off the walls like he was made of rubber from one person to another to try to find someone who would confront the coach, Dan Shula, with these sporting, uh, what did he have, like a football, a jersey, and a paper plate? What did he have? I guess uh, a couple helmets, or a couple footballs and a helmet. It's for clients, it's for clients, which ultimately means it's for him because he gets, this is all grease. You know, he greases a client with an autographed helmet. And they grease him with a big order. You know, we all benefit, Josh. That's how you should see it. You want to be a team player, don't you? But see, they wouldn't have believed that scene. They thought, no, this guy isn't real. No one really acts like this. What? This is Coach Don Schuler. Oh. Oh, that's all I had for you. <laughs> okay. I, uh, I walked past him in the hall. Did you? I was on my way to the bathroom. I told you I've been going like a Russian racehorse this morning. And, and today. So there was the crowd all gathered around there, and just like I did with uh, Dan Marino on those couple occasions, remember, during the uh, the whole uh, Hall of Fame inauguration thing, I told my Dan Marino stories about how he was in the hall and I walked past, Yeah. and there were all these people there in the hall blocking my way, and I had to kind of shove my way through, you know? I, at least I didn't have to actually physically brush by anyone. There was actually a path through the throng that I was able to get to the bathroom through. QAM, hello. QAM, hello. Hey, that's me. I don't know. I feel like I just heard that. Sounds kind of gay, don't you think? Hello. Hello. Yeah. Uh, I just want to tell you where you can get the VCR for pretty cheap. Brands my USA. The what? For what now? The VCR. Oh, cheap VCRs at Brandsmart. Like under forty bucks. Beautiful. There you go. All right. Thanks a lot. Hello. All right. Bye. Yeah, but that's a, like, I, man, I'd have to drive in the other direction. Don't worry, man. Like I said, you take this one home? I could, I mean, again, I, I have no VHS budget. movies. 
So I'm not going to, but the purpose I mean, if you of it. You bought me a VCR. It's like, look, it's kind of like throwing money away. I'll give you. Uh, keep talking. Oh, what are you doing? What do you I'm got? Going off mic. <laughs> <laughs> this is a perfect example. This here is a VHS cassette tape of the most recent Saturday Night Live that Jen Pudsey taped and copied for me because I missed it. Remember, somebody called and said, "You gotta hear. You gotta see." Is Alec Baldwin? Okay. I think it was last week someone called and said Alec Baldwin was on Saturday Night Live yet again, and they did a whole Christmas thing with uh, the elves, him and the elves doing a Glen Gary, Glen Ross speech for the Santa and the elves, and it was okay. hysterical, and I was lamenting, and I tore my well, He always does a good job on Saturday Night Live. Always does a good job. Stellar, yeah. And I hadn't seen it, and I was bumming, and the Jen, here she goes, and she makes the copy, and so I got to watch it, and now here it is. This is why you should have a tape player. You something comes on, you tape it, you lay it on a friend. Friend, you see how that works? Right. This is the, well, something that you still can't do with TiVo until they come up with a with a handy dandy DVR where you can tape on the fly and actually physically remove a disc and lay that on a friend. This is still the best thing that we got. Guess who the musical guest is? Uh, give me Some, a hint. Someone we like. There's your hint. Someone we like. A lot. Uh, what genre? Hot. Shakira. You are oh, an amazing on. man. Get out come of my on. head. I mean, what else uh, is going on right now? That... Well, it could have been Britney. <laughs> Not nowadays. Not right? anymore. Has she been sullied? Which, by the way, since list? we saw it, uh, we saw with the, the Barkers. Oh, the Barkers. Shana. I tell you what, Shana. even Smokler, is that how you say her name? She's a smokler. Shana Barker. Let's just go with All Barker. up in Milky? Listen. Even knocked up with a kid, I'd be yeah. all over that. Not a problem. No. So this is why you should have a VCR, so that you can enjoy. Good point. People, we still, we're still exchanging tapes uh, here and there. Forty bucks, though, that's not bad. You know what's bad? bad. Though? Now, will I, mean, I be able it, to record? I could record if I miss a show. In another direction, that's just also. it. That's what we do. Until they come up with a handy, you know what I'd really like to get is a, some sort of a recording device that I can record on a little USB, one of those little USB flash memory things. They got them up to four gigs now. Mm-hmm. Is that a show yet? I'm dreaming. They probably have something Don't like that. Get carried away now. All right. I like to fantasize about technology. Don't you? One thirteen on five sixty WQAM wasn't conscious.
118.560 QM. She is a bad girl, isn't she, Josh? I think she needs a spanking. And I'll give it to her. All right. I'll uh, I'll hold the camcorder. QM, hello. George. Yeah. I got the solution for Josh's VCR problem. Just tell him to go to any local pawn shop. They sell it for like 20 bucks. All right. Used. But Yeah, well. You know, and then if he needs a remote, you know, the universal remotes cost about 10 bucks. Sure, sure. So that, I can't believe he's got a TiVo and he doesn't got a VCR. No, no, he doesn't have a TiVo either. He just has a uh, DVD player. Yeah. Dude, you got to catch up. Well, he's like 20. <laughs> yeah, who, watches, who watches VHS, man? Nobody, but nobody. They're grandfathered in. You just, like for a while, they're just tripping over them. We had a stack ago. of them in the corner. Well, you need it for when you want to tape stuff, man. I know, and yeah, now I'm and share with friends. You yeah. can't see Shakira now. Right. <laughs> oh, he can. <laughs> okay. I got that right. DVD. All right. <laughs> Take it easy. Oh, oh. We'll do that poll one of these days, maybe later this week. But we've done that before. You know, if if uh, if anyone's listening that works for for Playboy or any, you know, that she really, you know, give her a good offer. Not, you know? Right. Not only that, but we can have. And I've tried to do this before, and I, I think one of these days, uh, maybe we could do this over the summer. It's something that takes a little bit of time to do. Mm-hmm. Remember the the nudathon? I had a better name for it than that. The stripathon. I don't. Well, it works something like this. Take someone like say Shakira. Have uh, someone approach her and negotiate a price, and then we'll have a fundraiser to come up with the money. And then the people that contributed, we get to share. You know what I mean? We get a copy of the glossy book. What do you think? Um, I like it. Problem is, I thought I had a better name for, for it her than that. to get naked. I know. Can't imagine how much I know. it's going to get. They're going to run up. Worth every penny. Let's do it. Oh, I agree. We could, like, get a tour bus, go around the country, passing the hat. You know, all these people standing on street corners, you know, passing the hat, raising funds for stuff. We can have with, our... Like, themselves and their cult leader. The Shakira voice guys go out on the side right. of the road, you know, say, hey. Right. We want Shakira to get naked. Right. Contribute. Right. And we're having a lot of money. A, a strip-a-thon. Nice. A nude-a-thon. I... I Seems I had a better, better campaign term Probably than that. Did. But that, that's the working idea, that we have a fundraiser, and the people that, that contribute, we get to share in the spoils. And all the rest of you, well, you, you just have to settle for our description. Her nipples are actually, well, when they're hard, they're like the size of a dime. But when they're not, they're kind of like the size of a quarter. Not yeah. a Susan B. Anthony dollar, but a quarter. Yeah, if you haven't paid, then you'll have to go through La Tatura. Yeah. <laughs> She did that. I think that's the song that she did there. That's, yeah. Right. The turtle. The tortoise. QAM, hello. 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 Is this George? Yeah. Hey, George, uh, about the movies that you were asking about before, would a, a regular rock and roll uh, group count? Uh, or yeah, whatever. A movie a about a, a, not a documentary about a real band, but uh, a movie about a fake band, like Eddie and the Cruisers, that kind of thing. Oh, because I, I saw a made-for-TV movie called uh, for the, about the Temptations, which was excellent. Yeah, uh, no, I'm not talking about a documentary or a mockumentary about real uh, bands. All right, next time. All right, take it easy. What was that other horrible, horrible movie? And it was brutal. It had, uh, I think, it had Michael Pere in it again, and Rick Moranis. Oh, come on. Diane Lane. Rick Moranis. Yeah. Oh, he was brutalizing it, too. And uh, and Willem Dafoe as the bad guy. 
50s style. Come on. Somebody knows this. It's right here. I got it right here. No, not there. QAM, hello. Hello. George, yeah. what's up? Hey, um, I have, uh, I got that Humanix 250 DVR DVD joint. And okay. uh, I paid way too much for it back when it first came out. And it keeps dropping the price. And it's okay. It, you still can't copy everything. Okay. And and some shows over the air do come um, uh, security coded. So if you try to do it, it doesn't let you. God. Like H- uh, HBO even does it too. So, you know, you, you can't copy every show. But uh, this one, this the one gift that I did get this year that I, my wife gave to me ahead of time was uh, a vaporizer. You know what that is? Yeah, I, I heard about it. And um, I decided to opt out because I don't want to go, like, I don't want to go to any trouble for my smoke. So I don't want anything that I have to plug in. Right. We also. Right. See, I'm, I'm I'm the same way because I'm very lazy. My wife actually had to do this for me. Went and got it, you know, because she just hated mm-hmm. the fact that you know I was making a mess. So, long story short, she got it, and I'm I'm glad she did because it's um, I'm able to get my teeth clean. I don't have to worry about them turning yellow again. <laughs> oh, mine mine already mine mine came yellow, so I don't have to worry. But as far as the DVR DVD thing, I would just hold off a little bit because eventually yeah. it's gonna, you know it's going to get a lot cheaper. But unfortunately, television shows nowadays, when they send them out, are sending them out with this code where you can't copy everything. There, there must be a way. And it sucks. If, if your TV is displaying it, then there's a way. True. True. All right. All right. Take it easy. And you know, it's just a matter of waiting. There are people working on this problem as we speak. As we speak, and uh, we want them to know that we want to know them. QAM, hello. Streets of Fire. QAM, hello. A Streets of Fire, that was it. Oh, yeah. thank you, Streets of Fire. Horrible, horrible movie. Another musical. Hello, George. Hey, yes. George, hi. Yeah. Hi. It's, I didn't know what was going on when you picked oh, up. Oh, I just got excited there for a minute. Uh, okay. Happens all the well, time. I'm, I was actually trying to get through earlier. Um, I couldn't get through. Um, I just wanted to talk a little bit about Spygate. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm oh, the commander-in-chief. We're at war. I'm outraged huh? that anybody would be spreading these really true rumors. Oh. Why isn't anyone uh, lambasting the New York Times for sitting on the story for a year? We I've had heard... posted, we've been posting stories about that, about yeah. that same question. Why isn't anybody, hello, you know, all of that. I'm just, I'm just flabbergasted. I mean, you know, uh, I mean, this is. Really, very serious. I Are you as flabbergasted as the president because they broke the story at all? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, I've been uh, listening. Um, I, I occasionally, when I really want to get angry, I'll, I'll turn over. I was listening to Rush Limbaugh this morning. Lie, lie, right. lie. Mm-hmm. It's unbelievable, you know, what the, the lengths they go to. And I, I sometimes I, huh? I'm, I'm right here. Oh, sometimes I have this, uh, you know, this vision that, you know, if we could just put our broadcasters and our politicians on lie detectors oh. and see if they would sit there. Oh, what a and fantasy. I, I, I would just love to see what, you mm-hmm. know, you know, that in order to run for office or in order to broadcast over the air, you'd have to, like, take this lie detector test or something and see what these guys uh. you know, you know, they have, I've been doing a lot of online catalog shopping, and they have these novelty things that's like a, a lie detector that shocks you and it detects that you lie. <laughs> that's the kind of thing I would like them holding. Oh, I would there. love that. Oh, that would be great. But, uh-huh. yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll go on your site. I haven't been up there in a couple of days and see some of the articles that you've been post, uh, posting up the, there. The question has been raised. No one has any good answers. Uh, yeah, I haven't, you know, been able, I've been so busy. I haven't been able to watch the news to see if anyone's even, you know, it seems like, 
everyone's talking about the president and how right. he's well, gone, blah, 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 blah. No uh, one's talking about New York Times sitting on it for a year. Here's the good news, and you can read all about it, is that people on both sides of the aisle, because... Um, you know, there are there are the neocons, and then there are the real Republicans, and exactly, there are people like that actually believe, even though their philosophies might be uh, different from ours, there are people that still uh, agree with the rule of law and doing things by the book, and you have a lot of Republicans that are also demanding a lot of answers, and there will be an investigation. Right. And, I mean, uh, at minimum, you know, I hope that this will help get... Um, us to win the 06 elections and get Congress back. Yeah. Well, there might and be impeachment then, because of this. You know, stay tuned. Yeah. This All is right. illegal, and he's admitting to uh, to illegal I, acts. And the, and the thing I, about it is that, you know, everybody's saying, hey, it's illegal. Please cite the law that uh, that says that you have the authority to do this, and they can't. Rush Limbaugh's saying the FISA law says it. So it gives him 15, but then it says it gives him 15 days after a declaration of war to be able to tap without getting a warrant or something like that. But I'll have to get on there and read that section. Sorry. Not yeah. against American citizens. Sorry. Yeah. It, okay. yeah. And then he says that the only, he said, oh, his last statement was that they're not tapping Americans. They're tapping al-Qaeda. That's what he said. Sorry. Sorry. Uh, not only not only are they tapping Americans, but again, they say, well, if you're only investigating uh, American citizens of Arab descent that you feel might be sympathetic to the Muslim cause and everything, why don't you release the name so that we can verify that you're only monitoring people with some sort of a, an Al-Qaeda connection? And they say no. Right, right. So, and there are people okay. with security clearance who would be able to, to verify that. You know, there are, there are members of Congress with security clearance that would be able to look at that list that, uh, that are cleared to do so without violating, you know, without uh, violating the integrity of the security of the United States. But they won't let them see it either. Right, right. Well, okay, like, well, stay tuned. Right. Thanks. Absolutely. Bye. Bye. 128-560-WQAM. It's not too late to show your love for that special person in your life this holiday season. Sign for a $60,000 luxury car today, and we'll have it delivered right to your driveway with a big red bow on top. When he gets home, greet him with a knowing smile to show your love and care. You bought a $60,000 car? What, are you crazy? We can't afford the one we got! Are you out of your mind? Where's my car from? Don't you ever... No, man, digital cable, the whole, uh, the whole Megillah. We already went through that yesterday. So Todd Kelleher says that he's got a Sony digital, uh, it's a DVD recorder that records everything off the TV just fine. It only has a problem with the occasional... VHS, uh, the cassette tape, like, like the Sony ones or a who? Universal. That are not universal. That apparently will not record. So ma like making copies of tapes, which ain't the idea so much as just being able to record a TV show and handing it over to a buddy. And he says you use the, the rewritable DVD so you can just record over one over and over again. Well, that's it. That's the deal. That's the way that's to the go. Thing to get by Sony. You don't remember the model number? It's got a G in there somewhere? GRX 300. GRX300. And they've probably got eBay. How old is it? One or two years? So they've probably got updated or newer versions of updated -er. that. Updated-er. Updated-er. I decided I'm going to start making up words. Listen, wait, what was the, the one before I liked? Oh, like I remember? Yeah. You know how much I smoke. Um, I don't know. But I keep watching the news, especially when I have to wind up doing the show here. 
And, like, I don't know what happened to the English language. Like, I guess there was a memo put out that I didn't get where everyone just threw the language book out the window, which just benefits us just fine. I was all worried about using proper words for things, using proper English, proper grammar. Now you don't have to. No, you don't have to anymore because they're not doing it on any of the news shows, on any of the talk shows. You read stuff in the newspaper and, like, we're posting these stories. People just... Their, their language is like, like what? Like, what language are you speaking? QAM, hello. Georgie. Hello. Georgie? Yes, sir. Hey, Fleet Navy dog, man. Hey, Fleet Navy, you're dead, too. <laughs> hey, listen. Uh, uh, la tortura means uh, the torture. I know, man. I've been saying <laughs> that. I've been saying that for months since the song came out. It's I've been not the turtle. People, yeah, I heard you people ask turtle. me what it means when I say tortoise. Yeah, hey, but one one of the best rock movies, uh, band movies, the song remains the same. Okay. All right. But that's about, uh, isn't that the Led, real... Uh, Led Zeppelin. Yeah, but it's like a real documentary. Well, yeah, I guess. All right, that's what I was talking about. Like, the guy called Streets of Fire. See, that's the perfect... And, and Eddie and the Cruisers. These are the kinds of uh, movies I'm talking about. Okay. All right, even though right. Streets right. of Fire was, uh, you know, there was a band in it, but it was other stuff going on. Seriously, a bad, bad movie. A ridiculous movie. It was like getting hit in the stomach over and over again. Streets of Fire. It's like you, you wonder if anybody making this movie was actually watching what was going on while it was going on. Like, did anybody not notice that this was really stupid, that the dialogue is stupid, the plot is completely ridiculous, that no one here is acting good, even the people who are good actors? And it's just, nah, I guess they weren't noticing. Speaking of high, how high must they have been? QAM, hello. Winston Churchill. What? Winston Churchill. I think that's the guy that normally calls up and says Hitler. For the holiday seasons, he's going on the other side. QAM, hello. Dialogue is stupid. Hello. All right. By the way, last time that I was in the magic room over there, one of the sales guys... I forget his name. Oops. He said happy holidays to me. Oh, well, he got the memo. Right. It's okay to say Merry Christmas to me. I'm saying Merry Christmas to the other goyim that I know. QAM, hello. But I'm making, I'm making sure that they're goyim first. Hello, yes. How you doing, George? Fine, how are you? Another really bad movie uh, with a band is Josie and the Pussycats. Uh, you know what? So bad I didn't even bother to see it, even though it's got those hot chicks in it. Yeah, that one girl. Including Rosario. The leading one that Josie wrote, what's her name? Oh, I forget. Well, her, her real brother is in a, a pretty good hardcore punk band. Like, Called. he's a lead singer in a, hard, a really good hardcore punk band. Called? Uh, I forget the name. You're just going to have to do a search, but he's actually, that's actually pretty good. All right. But, uh, hey, George, I was the one that called you yesterday about Sony Music, and they're putting the stuff in your computer. Yeah. Pretty crazy stuff, huh? Yeah, I will not be buying uh, Sony Music CDs. Yeah, it, it's crazy. And uh, one other question. I was having a, uh, a discussion with someone. Now you're on your religious kick again today. Mm -hmm. um, I got because, it out of my system pretty much, I feel. Well, I, I always use you, which is probably scarier than me to being religious as my religious ammo. But um, I had a discussion with someone about he believes in the death penalty but is not for abortion. And I, I want to know how it justifies that in the Bible. How Well, it... First of all, uh, it doesn't, so there's nothing in the Bible about abortion. And when you look at, like, say, the book of Joshua and all these other slaughter books and slaughter verses where they tell you to make sure that you don't miss any babies, you can see that there's no premium on a children's life, on a child's life in the Bible. 
especially in the Old Testament. So their abortion thing, they're not basing it on anything. Uh, but it does say in the Old Testament that the, the punishment for oh, any number of crimes is death. See. So, so, like, if you take a life, you have to pay with your life kind of thing? Well, not just that. See, but that's um, a, a verse that he was using, and I, I don't know enough about the Bible. To, well, you know, first of all, people will always misquote that, an eye for an eye and a tooth for a tooth. It appears a couple, three times in the Bible, but it's never in reference to murder, and a lot of people think that it is. Jesus actually condemns that. Jesus, when Jesus mentions it, it's to it's to overturn it, it's to discount it. So if he's a Christian, uh, you know, do, you can go to Bible.com, all right, okay. and then just type in the word I or I for I, I for an I, things like that, and read the New Testament versions of what Jesus says about that, because it's actually leading up to when he says turn the other cheek and all of these other things, all these contradictions of the Old Testament. He's, he's using that. He says, you heard it said, an eye shall be for an eye, but a tooth shall be for a tooth. But I'm here to tell you, and then he goes on to contradict it. Yeah. Okay? So if he's a Christian, he can't throw out eye for an eye to support anything because Jesus was against it. All right? That's first of all. And second of all, the Bible don't say jack about abortion. No, but he was like a specific book that says if, if you commit, like, you know, if you kill someone, that you have to pay for it. Like, your punishment is like your life. Right, but that's Old Testament, and Jesus overturned yeah. that, so... Okay. Even though well, he I said that he was there, to, you know, that whosoever changes one jot or one tittle shall be in danger of this and that. So he contradicted himself a lot, too. Yeah. All right, George. Well, good luck to you. Work. All right. Bye-bye. Yeah. The Christians, just remember, it's just, uh, you know, I, don't even, I already told him I got it out of my system. As long as it's death. As long as you can put someone to death, it's good. By the way, I like the death penalty, too, for what it's worth. QAM, hello. QAM, hello. Hello. Hey, George. Hey, yeah. Hey, listen. I have a question for you. Um, how do? What's the program you get when you get a download a, uh, an album that's like all MP3 and to divide it up so it's like track one, track two? Well, there there are a few you can use. SoundForge is a really good program. We use it here. Like Tommy uses it for production. You can do multi-track. Uh, what was that? I beg your pardon. SoundForge. Oh, uh, SoundForge. SoundForge. Sound like uh -huh. sound. Okay. Forge, like oh, the, the okay. things that blacksmiths make horseshoes on. Okay. Sound Forge. That's probably the best and easiest one, although they're like, uh, like Roxio Easy CD Creator. That has a little bit of an editor in there. Not very fancy, but you can use that to split tracks up. It doesn't have uh, the ability to fade. And sometimes when you split a track up, especially if it's a CD that where the one track you know flows into another one, uh-huh. You'll want to be able to fade one track out, and SoundForge lets you do that. Oh, cool. All right. All right. All right thanks a lot. And also, it lets you fade tracks in, which is equally important. Oh, awesome. George, listen, can I get one shameless request in? I mean, I'll put you on my Christmas list. If, uh, the committee will know. consider your request. What's that? The committee will submit or your, will submit or, will, will consider your request. Okay, cool. So, it's, go ahead, submit it. It's the, uh, the one with the Rush Limbaugh with the tube. I only caught, like, the tail end of that a few months ago, and I've been died, like, trying to hear the whole thing. I think it's clean. Okay, cool. All right. You're on my Christmas list, George. Thanks. Dom Domino for Biscom. Now, um, I was going to say real quick, now that Todd's here, I'm going to have him give you his update. Okay. Because Joe, I, I said uh, we're trying to do it. George said we should we have an update, but I don't. Show. I don't even know how to fake it. It would be update. funny if George did an update. So we can do the next show. He didn't know what to say. I don't know what to say. One bright day in the middle of the night, two dead boys got up to fight back to back. They faced each other, drew their swords, and shot each other. The deaf policeman heard the noise. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I was gonna do a whole update there. <laughs> well, we're gonna break when and and he, he'll get the update. 
All right. I think I should do the real deal update. I think you should, too. All right. I, I tell you what, maybe you should do during Howard's show. Well, just the first one. I mean, okay. Yeah, know, that's me, it. Man, no, I'm that's it. Skedaddle right out of here. Oh, yeah. 18 till 2 on 560 QAM. This is Rush Limbaugh, servant of humanity, talk show host, hemorrhoid sufferer. Folks, at over 300 pounds, I know the agony of this kind of dilemma. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm here to tell you there's help. With new preparation rush and my rush to excellent suppositories, now you can end the pain and itching of hemorrhoidal tissue. Just look for my picture on the box of suppositories and the applicator tube. Another fine product from OIB, the Obesity in Broadcasting Network. Did we ever get any church music in here? Remember how we were talking a while back? I got to get some uh, something spiritual, like church music, organ music in here. Never did do that. No, you did. It's always good when you're reading Bible passages to have some kind of organ mm-hmm. backing you up. Fourteen till two on QIM, by the way. Matthew five thirty-eight. I just wanted to make sure that I got the quote right for that guy, because you know I got it. What is it? What is it? I got to read up. Is that what we have to do, Josh? Read up. That's right. I don't want to misquote. I especially don't want to misquote any red ink in the Bible. You've got to be perfect. <laughs> Dude, you got to be perfect? Is that what you told me? That's right. Hold that thought. Hold that statement. All right? There's no you room told for me error I've got to be perfect? You do. That's the second time you've been up in my head today. People are going to start to talk. Matthew 5.38. Jesus said, Ye have heard, it hath been said, an eye for an eye and a tooth for a tooth. But I say unto you, that ye resist not evil, but whosoever shall smite thee on thy right cheek, turn to him the other also. And if any man will sue thee at the law, and take away thy coat, let him have thy cloak also. And whosoever shall compel thee to go a mile, go with him twain. Means double. Mark twain. All right. Give to him that asketh thee, and for him that borroweth thee, do not turn away. Ye have heard it that you have heard it hath thou been said. See, this is why they made up a new revised standard, because all these hath-thous are just way too thick. That thou shalt love thy neighbor and hate thine enemy. But I say unto you, love your enemies, bless them that curse you, and do good to them that hate you. This is a message for El Presidente, as he wages his so-called war on terror, which is fake, and he's not doing anything except increasing terrorism. But nevertheless, that maybe somebody should read Jesus' words to him, and this is how you deal with people who hate you. And maybe there's a reason they hate you in the first place, but it's not even go there, girlfriend. Do good to them that hate you and pray for them which, the, which despitefully use you and persecute you, that ye may be the children of your Father which is in heaven. For he maketh the sun to rise on the good and the evil, and sendeth the rain on the just and the unjust. For is he, if ye love them which love you, and reward, what reward have ye? Do not even the publicans, ooh, the publicans the same? And if ye salute your brethren only, what do ye more than others? Do not even the publicans so? He's talking about, like, politicians, I guess. Publicans. I better do some reading, huh? And what was that line that you laid on me right before I started reading? you got to be perfect. Be ye therefore perfect, even as your Father which is in heaven is perfect. And that's what Jesus had to say about an eye for an eye. For that guy to go back to his friend. And throw that in his face. Christians hate. They hate a lot. Frequently and often. One of the things that they hate a lot is when you confront them with Jesus' words. They might be inspired to do violence against you. 
for such an outrage. QAM, hello. Hello? Hello? Got nothing better to talk about? The same crap every time you're on the radio. You you never miss a show, do you? Oh, same garbage. Every day. Every day. You never miss a show. Smoking weed. So so why do you listen every day if it's the same crap? I'm not listening. You're not listening. You're not listening. Uh huh. Bye. 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 You're a faggot. I'm not fat. Am I fat? No, you're good to go. I mean, I got a little bit of a, you know, spare tire thing going on here. You don't know me. And as far as the faggot business, boy, if I was, I wouldn't be in the kind of jam I'm in, that, you know, today. With all these barnacles leeching my money and my lifeblood away from me. At least there's that. Remember I made that statement once in a while. At least you gay guys, you don't have to worry about bitches. And the, the guy called up and said, oh, that's where you're wrong, sweetheart. You've never met a bitch until you've met a gay bitch. I guess that's a good point. But here's another thing. So you don't have to worry about that whole, ah, gee, I knocked up my boyfriend, and now what? <laughs> God. Know what I mean? Uh, yeah. At least that's safe. Is she gonna, not going to make any babies that way? QAM, hello. Yeah? Yeah. George. Yeah. Yeah, that previous caller, he, he was on to something, Let's, in all fairness. Mm-hmm. You do you you do have a little bald spot, going. I saw you the other day. Uh-huh. I talk yeah. about it on the air all the time. You didn't see me at all. I know, but you, you, know. you tried to say that you don't, you, know, you don't spray your bald spot. I, I don't spray my bald spot. What are you doing? An occasional cat sprays my bald spot. Because <laughs> that's how short I am, you know. I don't even have to be out laying down on the ground, man. George, I just wanted to extend uh, season's greetings, and uh-huh. I hope that... Um, when you do decide to come out, you just share uh-huh. with everybody, and the old right. lady don't get that'll, all that'll make off. you happy, right? You got fantasies, do you? You've been pining, uh, pining for a day. Li- uh-huh. Sir, listen to your voice. Right, listen to yours. Okay, yours yeah. okay. Okay, okay. Yeah. 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 QM, hello. 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 Yeah. Hey, what's up? What's up? Uh, am I on the air right now? You are on the air right now. Oh, sorry. Uh, Cotton Candy was a movie back in like the eighties. Awful. It was about a band set probably eighty two. Go up onto your the, the I porn. It. Go to the porn retrieval. I was probably too busy watching Roller Boogie. Oh, it was awful. And uh, one other thing, uh, I I had two prunes last night at ten o'clock. I am still gassy. I'm still breaking stinky toots all day. It's great. So if anybody right. out there enjoys it, two prunes will do it. I'd normally I'd, uh, I'd I'd strike up the band and play some sound effects for you, but those were the good old days. QAM, hello. Uh, hello. Hello, George. Hello, yeah. How's going? Fat gay guy on the radio show. All these guys, yeah, right. <laughs> how many how many guys out there are jealous of you, George? That's why they keep hounding you, man. They wouldn't be. If, the, go, if they saw my income versus outgo lines, uh, they wouldn't be jealous. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I just wanted to pass the word along. I'm getting out of here in South Florida oh, for the holidays. Lucky you. Oh, just like, for the holidays? Yeah, unfortunately, it's just for that. I know I'm not going to want to come back home. I'm going back to my country. Chicago. I see. And, uh, yeah, I'm looking well, forward to it, getting out of here. And I'm going to be leaving Thursday. I'll be listening to you, hoping you might play some good uh, some good stuff between 10 and 11. It'll probably be fading out at about 11. I'll be up near Daytona then. All right. But thanks a lot, George. Appreciate it. Happy holidays. Try not Take to care. let you down, but somehow I think we might. 8 till 2 on 560 WQAM. If there was a law, we'd be against it. Well, don't miss the new 
Till 2, 560 WQN. Howard David coming up next. Goldie at 4. Curtis, 7 o'clock. Ed Kaplan at 10. The Replacements. I heard of that movie. Did you ever see it, Josh? Somebody uh, faxed in. Good yeah, movie about a band with great music. The Replacements. Was it good? Oh, wait. There were, I'm thinking of a different Replacements then. Okay. Because The Replacements I know is a Keanu Reeves football movie. All right. Maybe we'll get a second opinion on that. So, I did some reading. Now, like our Christian fact checker said that I should, and I looked up publicans. Oh, yeah? What do you, you got? I mean, run into a word I didn't know anymore. A publican was a tax collector of sorts that worked for the occupying Roman forces in the uh, Middle East at the time, in, in the occupied territories. All right? And as such, they were hated by the locals. Many of them were corrupt and, uh, and despised and maligned. And when you hear uh, references to tax collectors or publicans in the, in the Bible, they're talking about them. And Jesus was given a hard time by the Pharisees, the Sadducees, because he actually associated with known publicans. And one of the apostles, Matthew specifically, was a former publican before he gave up his job to follow Jesus there. Don't you feel better now? A lot better. A publican, you know, hated and maligned. And these days we have republicans. Good people. Solid people. Well, got that turd burger, Lindsey Graham anyway. One of the stories that we posted uh, yesterday, it should be up there today, has excerpts of his uh, appearance on Meet the Press or whichever Sunday show he was on, where he was saying that he doesn't know of any law that gives the president the authority to spy on his own people. And then he expanded from there. He just went on. Read all about it on neilrogers.com. Vote on that poll. Please, get the hits up for no other reason because there's no other reason. What do you believe about Jesus? 704 votes right now. He existed but was not divine. 229. Don't care. 113. Tied with. Don't know. 113. What the Bible says. I believe what the Bible says. 104 people. 14.7% of the audience say that. I hate this poll. 73. He did not exist at all. 41. And he was uh, several different people. 31 people say that. It's 2 o'clock. Howard David next. 